Hey everybody! Welcome to Nature Check's Arctic Campaign, the show where you come for the game and stay for the science! I'm checking our stream. There it goes. It's live. Yay. I still know how to do this. Hi! I'm Cheryl and my pronouns are she, her. I'm the Dungeon Master for the Arctic Campaign and this is my third of four D&D games this weekend! I'm a PhD student studying ecology at the University of Illinois at Chicago, and when I'm not doing research, I'm also a science communicator and the host of The Roving Naturalist on YouTube. Next, we've got Peter. Hi, I'm Harold. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my intro has slowly gotten less intelligible over the year that we've been playing. <laughs> so I'm going to go with he pronouns. I get paid to do agriculture teaching and tonight i am playing cedric and fletcher mm-hmm both of the casty boys uh this then... will go great yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh then we've got nancy Hi everybody, my name is Nancy. I'm an entomologist, which means that I study bugs, and I live in Ecuador, where normally I do tourism, but obviously that's not happening. So, hi! I play Kay. She is a roguish young woman, and our pronouns are she, her. And you might want to turn down the gain on your fancy mic just a wee bit. Uh, Sorry, I talked loud. <laughs> that's totally fine. <laughs> then we've got Joe. <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe. I am a uh, geneticist. Uh, at the I'm University. rubbing off at you. <laughs> uh, I just lost. Uh, sorry, I can't talk today. I am the. Uh, I am a geneticist at the University of Wyoming. I'm trying to figure out why uh, weeds hurt crops, and uh, in my spare time, I really like to climb. And my character is Lucanus, our resident barbarian. Uh, my pronouns are him. Lucanus's pronouns are he, they. Peter, I blame you entirely. Um, <laughs> for, for Joe's intro? <laughs> Just for yeah. all of this. And then we've got Cindy. <laughs> I'm Cindy, she, her. Uh, I'm a science enthusiast and play an endurance engineer over on the Heroes of Awesome Constellation on the Weirdlings Twitch and YouTube channels. Here, I'm playing Natia, the water method druid. Also, she, her. Marvelous. If you're Very professional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching us live right now, card. thanks for being here. Oh, index cards are the best. Um, as <laughs> always, if you have any questions for the cast, make sure to put them in the chat so we can respond. And of course, be sure to check out the reference section below for the social media handles for the entire Nature Check cast. Don't forget, if you're not able to watch us live or you want to share us with your friends, uh, you can, as always, find the sessions for our TTRPG games in video form on our YouTube channel and in podcast form everywhere. Follow, subscriptions, comments, shares, and reviews, and smashing the like button and whatever else you're supposed to do. Those really help us out on all of our platforms, so thank you for doing those things as well. Anybody have any last minute promo items? I just did a YouTube video with my friend Matt talking about snake mimicry and caterpillars on my YouTube, and it is really epic because there's actually caterpillars that can blink their eye spots, which is crazy. So... Yeah, that face. He told me that. I was like, no, that's BS. And then he showed me, like, he sent me a couple blogs and some videos recording it. And it's like, it's absolutely amazing. So if you're interested in caterpillars that look exactly like snakes, you're interested in learning all about that. Uh, that was my latest video on my YouTube channel. Nice. Um, That is cool. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, Did not know that was a thing either. Okay, neat. So go check that out. Okay, other than that, I guess we'll get started. Oh, I was um, 
so I'm going to be uh, doing Joe Plays Pokemon uh, this Thursday. And uh, for Ask an Entomologist, I am doing research on a thread about uh, Mormon crickets, which is, you know, kind of local thing around here, apparently. Neat. Okay. Yep. Uh, let's get started then. Everything changed when the gods left Lacidus. The world became a complicated place. For almost a century, people fought with one another and struggled to find new ways of being. The loss of the gods also made the continent of Arda newly accessible to the outside races, and humans from Tenibria established New Seychester as an outpost city on Arda's southern shore. In the spring of 972, four young people from different lands encountered one another in New Seychester. Though their alliance was first formed out of necessity, curiosity, and coin, they have now come to trust and rely upon one another as they explore a strange new world. Fletcher, a human wizard, collects samples and takes copious notes about everything they encounter in Arda, as he hopes to publish on his discoveries and make a name for himself. Cedric, a dwarven cleric, came to Arda to share the word of Moradin, but in the meantime, he's met a lot of new and diverse people and learned to rely on his friends when the going gets tough. Lucanus, an elven barbarian, seems either to be running from or towards something, but he hasn't let his dark past prevent him from working with and protecting his newfound companions. Kay, a roguish young woman, is new to the violence and adventure of the broader world, but her desire to make a difference and do the right thing to help the people she cares about pushes her forward. And Natia, a method from the elemental plane of water, was trapped on Arda while partying when the loss happened. Now that the river she relies upon has become poisoned, she's teamed up with this unlikely group of adventurers to save her home. Yesterday, you met a Muriam named Tulip in a field of Monarda flowers. She showed you pop bugs, strange beetles that you later learned are somehow connected to the ethereal plane. You helped Tulip protect the pop bugs from a group of orcs with nets and bags, then went to visit her village. Flossagri is a medium-sized village composed of buildings woven entirely of prairie grasses. You met the village elder, the village headman, the tavern owner, and the apothecarist. Fletcher worked on science, Lucanus destroyed some public property, and Cedric, <laughs> and Cedric made a scene while trying to diagnose Lucanus's strange ailment. Last night, you all camped out on the edge of Flossagri and had a sleepover with Tulip. It's now Oladamum, the 26th day of Bloom Run, another cloudy day on the prairie. You're waking up, some of you with an aura hangover, to the slightly at a distance stairs of some of the Muriam townsfolk. What would you like to do now? Hey, um, I just wanted to apologize to you guys for wrecking your bar. I'm normally not that destructive, and I've just kind of been going through some stuff. It's fine. He, uh, and the the innkeeper is pointing at Cedric and then also over at Nadia. They, uh, they fixed it, at least for the time being, so it's it's fine. We'll figure it out. Is there anything that we can do for you guys because i i mean your friend paid for the damage yesterday so it's fine okay as long as we're cool so lucanus just sort of awkwardly like plays with you know his little hand axe and doesn't know what to do with himself cedric is gonna walk over to lucanus and be like so uh hey buddy how are you feeling this morning any better i'm 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 feeling i'm feeling a bit better still a bit woozy but yeah, I I don't I don't know what what the hell that was. That was not me. I mean, it was me, but you know, more in a 
sort of philosophical sense. That was not the person I intended to be. Uh, sure. I mean, it, it happens. You know, we, we all embarrass ourselves sometimes. Some more than others. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. That's what Kay's here for. <laughs> so are you still down a little bit? Mechanically wise. Yes. Just... So remember, um, during your sleep last night, uh, you should have been able to recover one hit point per level. So three hit points per person if you were still down from your fight with the orcs. Lucanus, you were not able to recover any of your um, ability score damage during the night because you were still sick, but like you sort of overcame the sickness during the night. Mm-hmm. Um, so you still have the ability score damage, but you would be able to start recouping that over the next few sleeps or if Cedric casts a spell on you. Yeah, so let's see. Where is that on my character sheet? Um, it should be under, it'll be like a, um, I think I put it under like the extra modifier or, or whatever, but you'll be able to see it. Basically, there's a minus, I think, let me pull it up quick. I think you have a minus... So I still think I have minus dexterity. I don't uh, Yeah, you still have uh, a yeah. minus three to your dex. I think we fixed your con. It looks like your yep. con is fixed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think yesterday I healed the final point to your con. I think I had done two before. So um, I'm going to try and heal Lucanus's dexterity with a lesser restoration spell. Okay. You gain two points back to your dexterity. Okay, fixing cool. the character sheet. To reflect that and uh i imagine that the way my feeling my feeling my healing feels <laughs> is a very energizing way of waking up <laughs> yeah yeah Lucana suddenly Lucana suddenly feels like he's had a bit of coffee but <laughs> a bit of coffee after a long night of studying mm-hmm. hot coffee thrown in your face is what you feel like <laughs> yeah. wowza um, yeah, so that means you're only one point of dexterity down right now, um, which will recover itself if uh, the next time you get a full night's rest or, you know, if you have another spell cast on you or something like that. Thanks for everything, Cedric. That 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 really helps. I'm feeling quite a bit better. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. I, I Hey, I got your back, man. Uh, I know. Yeah. Uh, we're a team, right? So, you know, got to pull my weight somehow. <laughs> I can't kill any undead. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you did get one. Uh, yeah, but I mean, should have should have gotten a lot more. I mean, I mean, mm-hmm. to be fair, Cedric, nobody can kill undead because you know they're already dead by definition. Isn't that how that works? You know, there are several schools of thought. Uh, the- <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Please don't stop. Oh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. I would guys... like to hear this. No one oh. is stopping this. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we are, we are here for this, Cedric. Oh no, I, I was, I've got used to uh, Cedric just trailing off in, in a name rant. We are here for quality role play. You don't get to just trail off and be like, and then he says some stuff. Please. All right. So. Uh, in the in the the early church's writings, uh, the divine created undead were considered to be by the the early followers of Moradin to be reborn into a new life, like they had been re uh, insold with just a new 
uh, undead soul reanimating the body. And so they were considered to be like re-alive versus the more arcane uh, body animation spells. Um, those we consider to not be uh, to to be basically an automaton, you know, kind of like a golem or something like that, where the body is still active and moving and may even remember some things about its previous uh, life, but is not actually re-alive. So if it was an arcane animated undead, then we and the Church of Borden would consider it to be still dead, and thus you could not kill it in a sense. But a, uh, a divine-created undead would be uh, classified as as uh, alive again, in if you want to think about it. I mean, it, like it's an evil life, obviously. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, so really, it depends on the source creating the undead, according to the the theology of Morden. Obviously, the correct theology. Hey, has taken notes. Um, <laughs> I, Fletcher rolls his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like no, he is very gamely smiling and nodding. I feel like Fletcher would poke the poke the the theology here and say, "Well, but Cedric, uh, what about healing and like resurrection spells? Those are technically necromancy of a sort. How do you feel about that?" Well, um. The church teaches that uh, the different schools of arcane magic are a construct of man, not God, um, and those divisions are kind of made up, um, so you can call it whatever you want. I mean, I didn't, I didn't go to fancy wizard school, so you know, I didn't learn anything about how <laughs> th those lines are drawn, but just because entomology happens to be in the college of computer and mathematical sciences doesn't necessarily mean that it's not a life science. <laughs> not that I'm bitter about university of Maryland's departmental structure at all. I'm just saying. <laughs> and Fletcher says, well, as long as that means you're still willing to like heal us or, you know, save us from dying, I guess that's fine. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, it's not like, I'm just saying that the divisions between the different schools of arcane magic are made up. It's not like good and evil, which are clearly, obviously, an evident law of nature, right? I'll cast any good spells. <laughs> it's very cut and dried. I don't know why there's any debate about any of that stuff. <laughs> uh, bless alignment charts. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, so apart from this uh, philosophical, theological discussion, what else are you guys doing? You guys want to stock up on, like healing potions or anything like that before we go. I'm still looking for another Morningstar to complete my collection. We're actually Lucanus. pretty well stocked on healing. We've got granola. We've got the healing potions we picked up from the orcs. We're doing all right. I need I need arrows. I only have 10. <laughs> Did you figure out what kind you need? <laughs> the kind that goes in the weapon I have, obviously. <laughs> Which is a what? Arrows. Yes, she needs arrows. <laughs> short bow. <laughs> whatever that shoots. Arrows. So, um, so I have a I have a crossbow that I'm borrowing from my dad right now, and he told me that when you buy bolts for a crossbow, they are now they are sold as arrows. You can like when you go to buy ammunition for a crossbow now, they are arrows. 
which I'm very upset about. Like, cause he was like, he called them arrows. And I was like, oh, you mean bolts. And he was like, no, they're just, they're just called arrows. And I was like, D&D has lied to me. <laughs> no, because like they're, like they're structurally different is the point here, right? Like yeah. what you put in a bow versus what you put in a crossbow versus what you put in a ballista are very different things because the weapons are different, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but now the companies that produce them now just call them all arrows. They're Lazy. just crossbow arrows. Lazy. Yeah. Oh <laughs> well, man. Well, we we could get into a discussion of how all of those weapons are different when we have uh, someone on who is an expert in ancient weapons. But today is not that day. <laughs> <laughs> So stay tuned. Okay, so Kay wants some more arrows. Anybody else want anything? Morningstar. Second one, so I can do a drum solo on some orcs. <laughs> okay. I feel like the mouse folk are going to have a Morningstar that's like this big. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like a meat tenderizer. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so cute. <laughs> okay. Um, how, much, um, how much do arrows cost in yeah. a... Yeah, it sounds like you're looking for um, the weapon smithy. Uh, so yes. Tulip is able to um, send you in that direction. So scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Okay, um, so you head over to the weaponsmiths, and she Tulip lets you know ahead of time that, like, as you might have guessed from uh, the reactions of some of the Mariam you've already met, like they are not a very weapon using fighting doing people um so the fact that there is a weaponsmith like they're primarily for like defensive type things um and yes they do specialize in things sized for Miriam. so you head to the weaponsmiths and you see a pair of mouse folk that um they appear to be uh siblings a male and a female um they look very similar i mean Granted, um, you're not exceptionally familiar with uh, discerning mouse folk faces yet, um, but these two definitely look like they're related. They're ma uh, wearing matching light brown uh, shirts and dark brown pa pants with woven fiber aprons over. Not leather, interestingly. And uh, they're sort of, you know, working on stuff at this little shop area they've got set up. Luckily for you, it's open air, um, so you don't have to try to go in a building. <laughs> Now are these now are these mouse folk uh, monochromatic or do they have like you know splotchy fur patterns? They've got sort of like a like a, a field mouse where you know it's darker pelage on the back and sort of a lighter tummy. Although there okay. is some variation among individuals. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Pelage is the fancy word for fur. <laughs> I was I was actually wondering about that all last game. Yeah. Um, you yeah. Know, what sort of... <laughs> no, it's important. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they they look very much like actual non-sentient mice, except that, you know, they have hands with thumbs and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, so you can <laughs> you can go up to them if you'd like, Kay, if you're looking for something. Hey, friends. Um, so I, I, I was wondering, so Tulip sent me over to you because apparently you guys specialize in things to you know like weapons and stuff i was wondering if you have any arrows for a short bow but like maybe kind of my sized arrows i don't know how big your arrows are she like takes one out like show <laughs> relative size so they sort of uh look you up and down and confer um with their heads together for a moment and go well you are rather large but we can make some arrows for you custom uh how many would you like 20 okay yeah, um, that's uh, like a gold piece. Uh, you can pick them up in like an hour. They're pretty fast to make. We'll just get some longer sticks. 
All right, thanks, thanks, team. Uh, hold. We also have a few magic weapons if you're interested. Those actually technically change size to fit whoever's wielding them, so it doesn't matter if they're mouse folk size right now. Did Janice. anyone else come with me on this adventure? Or I don't like... think anyone yeah. did. <laughs> All right. Lucanus came because he said he wanted a morning star. Oh, yeah. 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 Lucanus just sort of gets a really excited look at his eyes and he's like, Do you have one of these? And he holds up a morning he holds up his morning star. Holy crap, that's huge. <laughs> uh no, we don't. Uh <laughs> what what magic weapons do you have? Well, uh, so we've got this, and they pull down off of, like, sort of the, it's not a wall, but sort of, like, the rack that is the side of this open air stall, a shield, and lay it on the counter in front of you. Uh, so we've got this, so it helps protect you from especially nasty hits. Um, mechanically, hmm. it gives you a 25% chance that any critical hits on you will not be critical, but you have to be able to wield a shield. So there's that. Um, and then we've got this. Kay just like turns around. She's like, Cedric! <laughs> Cedric! <laughs> and then uh, we've got this, and one of them pulls out an interesting looking dagger. This one's nasty. It's it's kind of one of those weird things that Sextus just like decided he would experiment with. Um, but it's a really, really nasty dagger. And then we've got these, and they sort of go into a, a barrel kind of off to the side and pull out an armful of familiar looking yellow green arrows. Hey, I've got one of these. What does it do? I shot one at like a, a zombie or something or some like dead thing. It was complicated because we we're like in battle and like battle is scary, right? But it didn't do anything. What is this? You shot a zombie? That's so cool. I, yes. I um, didn't kill it though because it did literally nothing to it. So, oh, you well, know, that, that, oh, that zombie thing happens more than you would think. Ah. That's a little frightening. Um, <laughs> these are arrows of biting. Um, so they do poison damage. Oh, yeah. explain That's probably why, why it didn't work. Well, it's also why they're like yellow green, because then, then you know it's, you know, it's aposematism. Uh <laughs> I found it! <laughs> I found it that. in a cavern temple thing full of dead dudes, I think. Yes. There were no dead dudes in there. There were just spiders. <laughs> there were sarcophagi there were, oh, with yeah, dead okay. dudes in it. Coffins. There, were, I, there weren't just like bodies on the floor. Yes, there were bodies. <laughs> no, it was, it was not a drowning pool situation. I, I would like to, to clarify that I did not take these out of a dead person's hand. They just, dead people and arrows happen to be in the same <laughs> underground area. Very important clarification. That we clarify that they, these I didn't two steal from the dead eyes wide. Just <laughs> well, like, all right. To be clear, you, you did steal from the dead, just not the arrows. You Lucanus. stole other stuff from the dead. I stole nothing from them. <laughs> Lucana's sort the of jewelry? like nobody took the jewelry. No, really? Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Ha! Lucana's <laughs> sort of like pulls up, pulls up his armor a little bit. He's like, I took this from a dead person. <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah that is that is true we have actually taken a lot of stuff from dead people but they were dead people that we made ourselves so there are dead people <laughs> not somebody else's dead people. are you there <laughs> Sorry. yeah are, are you there cedric? i mean dead you people. can be i'm just no no no, no. he did not, call over I'm, to cedric so... did call you over okay okay 
Um, don't forget. If you wanted you have, to be there, you also the party also has another shield that was gifted to you, so you can make yeah. some choices. Uh, but yeah, so that's those are the magic items that the weaponsmiths have available to you. How much what are the, the poison do? arrows? The arrows of biting are five hundred gold per, because they're fancy. They are super fancy. Unfortunately, I am poor, so sell the one you've got. I don't want to sell the one I've got. I want to use the one I've got. <laughs> 500 gold! <laughs> I could buy that sweet shield if you did. <laughs> now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, since you guys know about magical items, she like pulls out the red arrow. She's like, what does this one do? It screams when you shoot it. And I also think I shot it at a zombie, so it didn't do anything, but it made a really scary noise. Um, They sort of take it, and they look at it from all different angles between the two of them, and they confer again, and they go, mm, I mean, it's a very nice, well-crafted arrow. Uh, not sure what it does. We don't actually make magic weapons. Like, we can make really nice weapons, but, like, an enchanter has to enchant magic weapons. But, like, oh. if Sextus magic's something that we've made, like, we often sell it here, because, like, this is where someone would go to buy a weapon, um, but some of these things, other people have sold to us, right? So, yeah, um, we don't really know much about, like, the magic part, unfortunately. How much is that dagger of doom? Uh, the vicious dagger is 4,300 gold. Sounds like I'm about 3,999 short. Keep <laughs> <laughs> y'all mine, though. Take those arrows. That was very specific. Um, the, the regular arrows. The regular one. Yeah, if you come back in like an hour, we'll have those done. No problem. Perfect. Cool. Cedric, I don't think you'll be able to buy that shield even if I sold my poison arrow. Yeah, that that sounds about right. The shield is 2,000 gold if you're interested. Why is the dagger more? What does it do? It's very fancy. Um, it deals a, a, like an energy attack to your victim um, and also to you, which is not great, but it deals more to the victim than to you. So, you know. That's why it's can called guys, vicious. Can you guys enchant stuff? No. We just no. make really Sextus nice weapons. does that. Weren't Sextus you just listening? Yeah. Oh, I I just, they said that they were messing around with enchantments and yeah, I just figured I'd ask. I'd rather ask a dumb question than not have an answer. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and with you, Lucanus, they're all dumb questions. Ooh, don't shame she's, the science. <laughs> she's, she's not wrong. Okay, that was. <laughs> I I'm back you were in an hour, say I guess. Something, but okay. Yep, <laughs> I was no, like, all are. right, thanks, team. I'll be back in in an hour or so, and and uh, get the get the arrows. She like hands over the gold for the arrows. Thanks. Thanks. Make sure to use extra long sticks, right? Absolutely. Yep. Slightly tall, yeah. <laughs> as as we walk out of the weaponsmith, uh, Cedric is going to say to the group. Uh, so uh, I'm thinking maybe we should start trying to accumulate money feel like that would be beneficial long run does that yeah. sound like a good plan to you guys yeah i've been trying to accumulate money my entire life you do have I... party gold do we have four thousand party gold i don't know fletcher's been keeping track oh yes. has he <laughs> yes <laughs> the one number i have written down is 590 that came yep. along with wherever the perfectly spheroid blue gem was Think, yep, that's maybe. that's what I have. Oddly oh. enough, I don't think that Ryan gave me all of his money 
to spend. What a surprise. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, it's not his money, it's y'all's money. It is technically party money. Ooh. Yeah. Group money five ninety. He does have that written okay. down. He yep. he does also have his own money. Oh, he's okay. more more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lucanus. Lucanus is just happy to be along for the for the ride. Oh, wait. What about that gold armband? What about the gold armband? How much is that worth? The one you have? Yeah. That you personally have? Uh, I don't think anybody has tried to appraise it or anything. Lucanus just sort of like pulls the gold armband out of his backpack and he's like, Hey, Cedric, how much do you think this is worth? You know what to do. I do. That is a 16. A 16. So yeah, it's a nice, um, it's simple. It's not very elaborate looking, um, but a nice, simple, seems like solid gold, you know, like armband thing. You would estimate just based on like the amount of gold in it, it's probably worth several hundred, but you're not really sure like what the purpose is, you know, like why someone would have this or wear this. I mean, maybe it's ceremonial, maybe it's decorative. Hmm. Okay. And it doesn't have, does it have an engraving on it? I don't remember this figure no. armband. No. Okay. Just solid piece. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, definitely a couple of hundred uh, gold. I'm not sure. I mean, probably depends on market value. Um, <laughs> honestly, I don't know what the um, numerium, how much they value gold. So, you know, I mean, they like shiny it's not, things. They do like shiny things, but I mean, like the craftsmanship's not amazing. I mean, it's like a. It's, it doesn't have any, like, interesting carvings or anything like that on it. It's really not that much better than just kind of a... I mean, you're basically going to get its weight and its value and weight. That's what yeah, I'm saying. So you're not going to It's not going to give us, you know, a thousand or anything like that. Yeah, I don't think it's going to buy you a new magic shield. No, I was, I was hoping to get that dagger for K, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I... I feel like even if we pooled all of our money, we couldn't buy that dagger. Although it doesn't sound great. I mean, <laughs> like, like it's not. <laughs> we, not I feel I'm, like I'm pressed to find a situation where where I'd use it. To be honest, Kay's um, already hesitant enough about using her dag her her melee weapons. I don't think she needs another disincentive. Right, so the vicious modifier on a weapon, it causes, like, so when you hit with it, it causes a flash of energy that deals 2d6 damage to the victim and 1d6 damage to the wielder. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well. What if you throw it? That's a great question. I don't know. I haven't read into it. I'm going to guess that since it's a flash of energy, it probably hurts both of you regardless, because that's the point of the vicious tag. But if you throw it, where is that energy going? Does it cross the entire battlefield? What if I throw it sixty feet? Is it just gonna like? It's magic. Is it? Is it like a? Is it like a grenade situation? <laughs> it's formed a link to your soul. Also, you the, can't the... actually throw a dagger that far. I want to say that oh. the range increment is only like ten feet or something. I can throw a dagger more than ten feet. I okay. <laughs> You go talk to Wizards of the Coast about making their range increments on their weapons more accurate. I emailed them right now. Okay, you do that. Tune in next week to our show where Peter throws magical weapons in real life to see (laughs) what kind of damage. I mean, we could do that. (laughs) I have a throwing dagger. I could go get it right now. Don't throw throw it it inside. Don't throw it inside. (laughs) Throw it inside. Do it, do it, do it. 
This room is about 10 feet. So if I stood on top of my laptop and threw it across the room. You have to aim for your, your picture. So it looks like you pinned it on your wall. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. My big, big pillow scented. Oh, God. We need, like, a magical weapon that when you stab somebody with it, not, like, slash them, but actually stab somebody with it, it tells you, like, where they're from and where they were collected. <laughs> a label appears uh, on acid paper. <laughs> three labels, right? Because you have to have yeah. like there's like different information on each one. Yeah. Anyway, collected um, by Lucanus, yeah. <laughs> and it provides the GPS date. location and the account. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the habitat in which it was found. And... <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. Yeah, write it down. Write it down. <laughs> Joe just like every few episodes is like you know what would be a great magic item (laughs) there was one time where you were like you know what would be a great cursed item and I was like why would you tell me that (laughs) because I like making up cursed items spear I feel like would be the right just the whole sword of 2020 Mm -hmm. (laughs) now I was just thinking like a stainless steel spear like you don't want the teflon coated one because that's gonna that's gonna go to shit after 100 years but yeah plus i feel like you know hanging on to a teflon coated weapon you might end up like throwing it accidentally during battle and it doesn't seem like that would increase its damage anyways so um we'd also have to consider what size enemy would be reasonable to point mount right (laughs) that's what the tanglefoot patch is for (laughs) is if we yeah. ever use that, so yeah. So like, uh, like small creatures, which I think Nadia is technically a small creature. Right, or exactly. Like Nadia would be point mounted, <laughs> and Lucanus would just like you know have a big thick pin through him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So now or if that we have anybody, ding. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean Fletcher, since he's kind of you know squishy and ill armored, would he be like in a vial? In a vial. That's what I thought you were going there. <laughs> like a spider um or a caterpillar oh Oh, gosh okay so now that you've done that and you have an hour to murder until Kay is ready to go pick up her arrows we're not gonna murder these people and it was a play on hour to kill but you know what i mean oh anyway so yeah we're just breakfast drinks breakfast drinks breakfast Uh, are up uh i'm 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 okay thanks I, i i feel like i've already done enough damage to this town Ooh, i wonder i wonder what kind of potions that they have that we could use not like healing potions but like battle potions battle potions um did you want to go back to the apothecary and see what she has yeah let's go back to the apothecary see what you guys want to come with nothing else to do sure all right Okay, um, so you head back to the apothecary where uh, Tulip uh, introduced you to Batusia yesterday. Um, the door is closed, but, you know, there are people knock. moving around in the town, so yeah, you can knock. Um, and she says, come on in, it's open. I, I don't think, I don't think we can come in very... Not I've already can. had a bad experience. Oh, it's you! Um, so she opens the door, and you can see she's still got the same <clears throat> faded pink dress on, and it still appears to be inside out. And hey, like leans over. She's like, "I'm trying to help you out, girl. Your dress is inside out. You might want to fix that." Oh, is it? And she like looks down. And she's like, "I mean, it looks fine, right?" I think yeah, it looks good. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "Well, how are all of you today? Are you feeling better?" 
You don't have any yeah. more fur than you had yesterday, but are you, I don't know if that means you're feeling worse or better. Or, I don't know. You all are very confusing, yeah. but also interesting. I, I, I tend not to grow fur. Um, so th- does Lucanus like grow a five o'clock shadow? I don't know how elf physiology works. I mean, that's up to you, man. I will consider that for future episodes. <laughs> I also so, have to consider uh, the placement of the scars and how that might affect it, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. So um, he he holds out like uh, his hand axe and his dagger, and he's like, so I have these, and I was wondering if there was any way that I could like make these more useful if we run into any more trouble. And she sort of looks at them and she's like, those are very big weapons. Um, I'm not sure what you mean about making them more useful, though. No, I mean, like, poison or, you know, like, adding more damage to these things because they're small and throwable. And it seems like... Oh, um, poisons aren't really a thing I do. Um, but I mean, I, it seems like the sort of thing that you could apply to a weapon like that to make it more useful. But I don't really have any poisons. But, um, yeah. Like, what kind of potions do you have that we could, like, use if we were to run into any more orcs i don't think she heard about the orcs did she, <laughs> did I, she? I, I don't know what that did. is but um well i have some potions uh i have some cure light wounds potions and i have some cure moderate wounds potions and i have some potions that'll allow you to hide from animals and i have some potions that'll allow you to endure elements and i have some oil that will make stones magical and i have a potion of shield of faith and i think that's what it right you- now she's like Kind of, like, looking over her shoulder into the shop. And, I mean, of course, also I have, like, you know, like, tinctures and salves and, you know, other, like, sort of more mundane medical stuff. But it sounded like you were looking for magic items. I could be wrong. Maybe you were just looking for, like, you know, some hand lotion or something. Chapstick? Um. (laughs) Chapstick! (laughs) Yes! It's hot out here! Those grasslands, man, it's brutal! I'll take some chapstick! (laughs) Sunscreen? Yeah, that too. Oh man, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Cedric, Cedric probably spent probably like his first. S- yeah, sober, so pasty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to. He put definitely through that. has like a zinc oxide thing on his nose. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's, it's like a just like stripe. a piece of zinc yeah. rock. It's not like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does like strapped on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I was I was imagining more like a coke powder nose. No, because you would have have to like climbing shock almost. No, no. The beard is a really great UV protector. Actually, this part of his face is not sunburned. Oh, my God. His nose and his forehead are just like bright red. Yeah, but like if you guys shaved his beard now, like while he was asleep or something, he would look ridiculous (laughs) because it'd be so white. Like (laughs) that would be not a good idea. I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out. It'd be very funny, though. We can pull a firefly and Lucanus like sneaks into his tent and like shaves his beard and like glues it on to his face. No, it's a, it's a bet. So next time we come across an undead, if Cedric can't cure them or like fix them in the first round, we get to shave his beard. <gasps> Make Morden proud. Also save your <laughs> facial hair. Yeah, that's that's not gonna be a thing that happens. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I know this. He would lose his shit if he lost his beard. <laughs> Um, anyway, so yeah, those are those are the things she has. She can certainly sell you some chapstick. <laughs> All right, well. And um, those are the potions that she has available. Um, or if you want, like, ye olde aspirin or sunscreen or whatever, she's got that too. I don't know. I don't feel like there's anything that I could use, but, you know, it sounds like, you know, the, the stuff is, you know, the hiding from animals thing is 
more Kay stuff and the healing stuff as Cedric's domain. So I'll let I'll let you guys make the decisions. Does my shiny skin protect me from from sun? Right? Because like it's like reflective, right? So wouldn't it like reflect the UV rays back? Sure. Yes. Built in sunscreen. But you do have a bug problem out here in the prairie. Like you're so shiny that there are a lot of bugs that are attracted to it. <laughs> they they just think awesome. that K is water. <laughs> Dragonfly try to lay eggs on my head. (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking. Uh, (laughs) That that happened to my friend. We were in the swimming pool and a dragonfly came out. He's like, what's going on? I was like, I think a dragonfly just literally laid an egg in your hair. (laughs) And he did. He pulled it out with his little little egg. Uh, Hilarious. Lovely. That's magical. (laughs) So yeah, um, did any of those potions sound interesting to you? Uh, cure light wounds, cure moderate wounds, hide from animals, endure elements, magic stone oil, or shield of faith potion. What does the magic stone oil do? It makes stones magical. Yeah, but what kind of magic? Um, if you have stone bullets for a sling, you can mm. dip them or shake them up in this magic in this oil, and it will make them magical, as as like the effect of the spell magic stone. How much is that? It's fifty gold. Am I the only one that uses a sling? think so what about like the the other one's not with you at the moment (laughs) no he has a crossbow which point of order i re-looked up the rules and it takes longer for you to reload a crossbow than it does for you to load a regular bow which is the difference um so from now on we're gonna try to use the rules more correctly so you don't get to shoot arrows as often as k does because of the difference in the bows but anyway well and the um i being fletcher uh, Fletcher and Lucanus both have crossbows. Yep. Uh, um, and I have but... a I have a heavy crossbow, Indeed. which takes an entire turn to reload. Yeah. So basically, if I use a crossbow in battle, it's to hit a big target and, you know, have some damage on an important target before we get into battle. Right. Um, but my point of yeah. order was that none of us had been playing it as it takes extra time to reload, even though you're oh, supposed right. to. Okay, I so see. that's what I'm yep. saying is that going yep. forward, we all need to remember that rule because that's the difference yep. between the was, Has Lucanus yeah. ever used his crossbow, though? I feel like Lucanus is more of a run-in and I don't remember. chop. No, 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 no. I have, I've been kind of... I have the crossbow out, as I said, just in like just in case there's like one enemy that looks really big that way i can get some damage on it before we you know surprise it a little bit before we run into battle because i'd rather you know have an enemy be like five ten points down before you know engaging in person Mm. okay so yeah magic stone oil anything else no i as i said i think that you know the all that stuff is like the hiding from animals thing could come in useful for k and the magic stone oil is more for Cedric and yada, yada, yada. Why would I hide from animals? You've got some really great stuff here. Um, I don't think it's anything that we need right now, but it's it's really cool. Um, I've never actually seen that magic stone oil before, so that's, like, neat. Um, so, but thanks for thanks for showing us around. It's It's been it's been good chatting with you again. Yeah. We're going to go pick up some arrows. So we will... See you later. Okay. Um. Have fun and better luck on your adventures. I don't really know what you do. Um. But yeah, have... <laughs> we don't really know what we Wait. do either. Oh. Okay. okay. Well. Yeah. Have a good time doing whatever that is. Then. Bye. As we're walking away. So. Um. Should we like stock up on food or something? It's a good idea. I mean, what do these mouse people eat? Do you want grasshoppers? I'll eat grasshoppers. 
I'll eat pretty much yeah, anything. Those were delicious. I am very on board for more of those grasshoppers. Do you think they're good cold? I don't think they're good at all, but... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, we gotta eat. Okay, if you don't like the grasshoppers, I have uh, some relatively fresh mice or whatever it was that I caught in my... Snake? Snake? I think I caught a snake. Snake jerky. Yeah. You have a snake have some... and a ground squirrel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a relatively fresh chipmunk and a snake. I might become a vegetarian. <laughs> Which, by the way, that 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 is a great shirt idea. Just, I have a relatively fresh chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow cindy's reaction was worth it <laughs> ask me about my relative Out of context fresh. weird thing on a t-shirt so, always a great idea so many t-shirts so little time um ask me about my relatively fresh chipmunks and you just have like a chipmunk with sunglasses but not like one of the alvin and the chipmunks fresh. chipmunks just like a biologically accurate chipmunk with like cool shades had a chi- had a live chipmunk in my house for several hours earlier this week, so oh, that was exciting. How nice for you! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, it was very fresh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I guess we go back to the. Air- is it, has it been an hour yet? I guess I we mean, should go buy food. Yeah, you can go buy food. Yeah, let's stock up on. Let's just stock up on general supplies. I'll get some grasshopper free trail mix. Yeah, so Marcia, the innkeeper, like she has food available and you can buy um, meals or rations from her. Um, And the rations do include um, insects, but there's also like seeds and dried berries and stuff in there. So it's like gorp. You can just pick it out. Yeah. Pick out the stuff you don't want. I'll take your. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Nancy, I'll take your. Kay, I'll take your your bugs. Bug bits. Uh, Bug bits. I'll 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 trade you like the, the. the big brown nuts for your bug bits. Does that fair, sound good? fair, one hundred percent on it. I'll, I'll, I'll also have some of those grasshoppers. I, I, I've eaten a lot of insects in my time. They're... Okay, um, so it is five silver per day's worth of trail rations. So you can math as many of those as you would like. Five silver, um, is half a gold. So how long do you think? How long do you guys think we're gonna be out here? We've been out here for like two months already. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so there's five of us. I feel like we should get, I'm going to say a week's worth of rations. How, how far we're heading to the mountains? How far, how many city is shaking her head? No, it wasn't the mountains. It was the desert. Well, that's what comes next. You don't know where you're headed. You just know that there are mountains and a desert. Right. Right. But we're okay. All right. Yeah. I remember this like very specific, like, Fletcher was wrong about which direction we were headed. We are headed in the direction of the mountains, right? But if if we're going out into a desert, we are. Or are we headed in the direction of the desert? Okay, so what Nadia was able to see is that right now you are heading parallel with the mountains because what the mountains do is that where they start, kind of after the foothills where you were, they start and they go kind of straight north and then they curve and they go northeast. So like right now you're sort of traveling in parallel with them, but like soon they're going to kind of like start to curve. So eventually they will be north of you, but not now. Um, so what is directly north of the grasslands is what turns out to be desert, according to Appius. Okay. Totally we are definitely going to need some water. Do we know how many 
do, do any of the Miriam know? I mean, like, I know they don't range very far, but I know they at least avoid the desert because that's where the lizard people are that they don't like, right? The Raptorans, is, aren't they in the, no? In the mountains. You're, you're pitying me. <laughs> They're in the mountains. Okay. So we're not headed towards the Raptorans. Not right Okay. Now. At least as far as we know. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say I think we should get like a week's worth of rations. Okay. I'd Use say more like a money. month. It'll go bad. What are you talking about? I mean, rations are, like, when we say rations, we're basically talking about MREs, aren't we? Yeah, like, that's that's the intent behind trail rations in D&D, is that, yes, this is something that probably will last longer than you need it to. Yeah. So it's Vegemite. Yeah. Pick your, pick your indestructible food stuff. That's what it is. Yeah. Twinkies. <laughs> Twinkies! <laughs> oh my god, Kay is eating Twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm that's... down for this, and you got a sweet like pastry. I'd, I'd say, <laughs> I'd say that, I'd say that, you know, given the amount of time that we've been out here, we need at least a month's worth of rations, preferably two. That's that's Lucanus's vote. So two months would be sixty days. That is 150 gold. Two two months. Um, I think my months only have 28 oh. days in them. <laughs> okay, let me check. <laughs> you would you would know more than I. But... I'm pretty sure they only have 28 days. I gave you a calendar. Oh. Um, <laughs> I made up month names and day names. Yes, they all only have 28 days in them. Okay, so 28 times five silver is 140. I mean, divided by two is 70. <clears throat> we can 70 gold. Uh, that would be for one person. Yeah. Oh, but we have like five people. Right. All right. Well. That's... Like I said, a week. Wait, 28 days times five silver. Yes, five silver. Yes, okay, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. I mean, it depends on how much success we think that we're going to have, like, you know, finding stuff and foraging and all that. So one month's worth of gold would be 350. One month's worth of rations would be 350 gold. We have 590 in the party purse. Yeah, let's, let's just hunt. Why don't why don't we buy a week's worth of rations? I am mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> not like... eating whatever crazy snake he manages to catch. Yeah, let's, and like we'll just let's... Amazon Trail where you're like, I don't know, man. How much food should let's, I bring? You know what? Like let's, one let's... week's worth of rations, one spare wagon wheel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> two hundred feet of rope. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and mark off seventeen you know and a half. Especially you're headed for a desert. Yeah, and that that was my thing. You know, if we're going to the desert, we're gonna need water. I think water is going to be a bigger deal than food. Do you want to buy a spare water skin? Yeah, let's let's buy let's get a spare water skin because I already have one, um, and it seems like it would be a good idea to get another. I will not make you have to buy a mouse-sized uh, water skin. You can have a regular person-sized one, but <laughs> a, a water skin is one gold piece. Okay, so how much would now let's let's just do a week's worth of rations and extra water because the water is a bigger deal than the food, so we can always hunt and forage. Am I taking this out of party funds? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, one gold each for an extra water skin. Yep. Okay. Uh, so you have rations and you have extra water skins. What now? Seems like we're pretty much good Onward. to go. Onward. Okay, so you're gonna say farewell to Tulip and peace oh, out. Actually, you know what? Um, would I be able to get twenty more crossbow bolts? Yeah, 
All right. I already have I already have 40, but you know, if we're going to be hunting, it seems like it would be a good idea to have that extra <laughs> buffer. So Sure. Heavy crossbow bolts. Uh it's 1 gold for 10. All right. Yeah. Cool. So that also, brings well, me to 59 crossbow bolts. Also what? While they were shopping, I wanted to go forage. Okay. I would have checked in with Tulip first to make sure there wasn't anything I shouldn't get into and then go <laughs> Look for things to eat. She just says, don't step on the pot things. bugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Don't throw that at your wall. <laughs> <laughs> I would not. Okay. Yeah. Anything else? Oh, I think we're good. Okay. Where are you going now? I don't know. Uh, Nadia is the one that seems to have a good idea of uh, where we need to be heading to. Well, that's the way we were going to follow the river, so I guess we keep going that way. All right, let's keep going that way. Okay, um, I'll do a I'll do a looky loo before we take off. Make sure there's nothing <laughs> obvious right around the corner. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and Lucanus draws his crossbow to provide some cover for her as she goes up. Okay. I just want to point out that was like our quickest shopping trip ever. Yeah, I'm impressed. Uh, yeah. Well, there's no clothing involved, so. <laughs> it's because you can buy anything. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. How's that looky loo roll going for you? That's a big 10. Hmm, okay. Um, yeah, so it is kind of an overcast day. It's a little breezy up here once you get up off the ground and above the protection of the plants. But yeah, you mostly just see prairie stretching out in front of you. Doesn't seem to be anything remarkable as far as you can tell. <laughs> Doesn't look like anything's changed. I guess we'll just keep going that way. All right. Cool. So I guess we head off. Okay. So you spend the day walking, I guess. Um, you're just continuing north. I'll need, uh, well, how would you like to, I guess, make sure that you stay on track? He's never of, been out here. She had no idea. <laughs> I'm kind of, personally, I'm kind of uh, uh, depending on um, Nadia as a, as our kind of guide, since she's the one who can do the, you know, aerial surveillance. I'm also keeping track of like, you know, if there's anything that I could hunt or shoot, you know, like here in Wyoming, we have antelope all over the place. So. Okay. Um, D&D definitely should have given some different like species the ability to see polarized light because you could navigate doing that and that would be badass. Yeah. It Where's went. the polarized light vision? Check that box. <laughs> How does I that mean, work? I definitely have some questions about the about the visible spectra for Lucanus versus Ke versus uh, Cedric versus K. You know, humans can see polarized light. Yeah, but we can't navigate on it like bees do. No, that's true. Yeah. So what good does How it does do? How does that us? work though? Uh, I'm I'm not a physicist. I'm not. Well, I know how polarization works, but how does it, do they just see, yeah. they've got something in the eye that makes them but see it separate? Nadia yeah, being, basically, you like can that. tell where the sun is, even when it's cloudy. Yeah, but also you can tell, Nadia like, being, oh, okay, okay. direction the light is coming from, even if it's like not from a point. Yeah. yeah. And okay. Nadia being from the water plane, like she'd be able to see further into the blue than probably Lucanus or like Fletcher or Kay. And then I would expect Cedric to just, maybe be able to see to have like overall enhanced sensitivity to all wavelengths it's 
It's something we can get into in a nature chat sometime. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and say that cats don't have dark vision in D&D, so we can basically assume that all vision is BS. Well, <laughs> so I can see polarized light. Awesome. Done. But like, so dark vision is more of like a, like a magical something or other, right? Cause like, do cats have, I don't remember if they have low light vision or not, but like, because I mean, we of all the, know cats are magical. Um, because of the, gosh, why can't I remember the name for the thing right now? The thing that makes eye, uh, eye shine in animals like dogs and cats and oh. alligators and deer and whatever. The retina? Um, no, no, Yeah, no, that's no, no. just reflectance. Right, but there's a there's a thing in the eye that causes that reflectance because we don't have it, right? I don't remember what it's called right now. I'm really embarrassed that I can't remember it. But yeah, so like that, you know, what? Oh, the the tapetum lucidum or tapetum lucidum. Thank you, thank you, studio audience. Um, <laughs> my so, studio audience. Um, but yeah, the the tapetum <laughs> lucidum reflects light back, so basically they get a second shot at using that light to see. And we don't have that. But that's like sort of what I imagine low light vision does. Dark vision is more of like a magical effect, but not so magical that you can see in magical darkness, if that makes sense. You can just see in normal darkness. But dark vision does not give you color vision. So if you're seeing in the dark, in mundane dark with dark vision, you only get black and white you know, outlines of stuff, which is great because your cones don't work in the dark anyway. <laughs> Low light vision doesn't exist in 5th edition. So cats do have low light vision in 3.5, but in 5th edition, they See? just have nothing. Yeah. Does anybody dumb. get echolocation? Uh, yeah, there are lots of animals and um, non-animal creatures that get echolocation, or there's also something called tremor sense, which is like mm -hmm. the ability to just like feel vibrations in the earth. Like I think a bulette or like a purple worm or something would have tremor sense. Uh, yeah. Okay. So... So we just fought a, a purple worm in another campaign that I'm playing. Nice. And uh, so this came up. Our cleric cast silence in the area around the purple worm. So purple worms are these giant purple worms that are blind, but they have tremor sense, which means they can feel vibrations through the ground like the worms in Dune. And so our cleric cast silence thinking it won't be able to hear people. And according to the official rules, Yes, you can't hear in a cone of silence, but you can still sense vibrations to the ground. And so anybody who has like a very basic understanding of physics knows that sound is vibrations in air. And so silence should affect all vibrations, right? But it, uh, apparently it's, according to the official rules, they can still, you can still feel vibrations, which raises some really interesting questions, I guess, about what silence is actually doing. Well, it's like, you could say like silence is not, actually silencing the sound but it's like maybe inhibiting everybody's ability to sense the sound like you could still have like but it's not feel a, a, it's not just inhibiting sense. sense because you can't cast a spell that requires a verbal component or i mean you waste a spell that has a verbal component in in a area of silence right, right? so i guess it, it also brings up like the properties of sound right because like sound is actually your brain interpreting vibrations so like even mm -hmm. someone who has some sort of hearing impairment or a total loss of hearing can still feel vibrations so you could call that tremor <laughs> sense right that like you can yeah. still feel vibrations in a surface or in water or something even if you can't hear the the sound of that vibration right so like yeah yeah Right. But like, right, like so... I feel like I feel like silence wouldn't work on the worm, but it might work on like a bat that's using a location to sound waves. Well, what what it sounds like to me that that spell does is it 
more or less just gives whatever you cast it on audio processing problems because I'm going through this right now in some of my occupational therapy. Like what they do is they just sort of play conversations and background noise. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to figure out my threshold as to where like the background noise actually drowns out the sound. And I literally, there's a certain, like if there's a lot of conversations going on, I literally can't interpret language. Well, it's not a lack of being able to interpret. It's literally just an absence of noise. So like I cast, uh, I had the last bad guy, the only caster you guys have encountered so far. She cast silence on her wolf zombie companion thing. And it ran into your area and Fletcher lost a spell because he tried to cast something with a verbal component. And so within an area of silence, no sound, anyone within an area of silence, not just the person it's cast on, anyone within an area of silence cannot hear anything happening in that area or anything outside of that area. So it's like a bubble. And anyone outside of that area cannot hear anything happening within that area. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to think on that a little bit more. Yeah. So mechanically, the mo- the thing that makes the most sense is like that that there's some kind of lack of movement in the air right that like some some there's some change to the air that prevents it from like that that you know sound is is not actually silent but it's like muffled to an imperceptible level Mm -hmm. which well so then you could get in like so that would make sense in the purple worm situation that the worm has tremor sense which works in the ground right like that's what tremor sense is for right so then you could just say oh well the effect of the silence spell is on the air. Um, but then we get into the question of like, does silence work underwater? I don't know. Should? That's a great question. Yeah. Because sounds underwater work so differently already because of how much thicker the medium is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully we get a chance to try that out. <laughs> we'll all have right. to answer these questions before we try it out so that we all are on the same page <laughs> so that all nobody right. tries a strategy that then doesn't work for them yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so we are walking okay Nadia, what do you see so i my question for you with navigation is are you just trying to go north are you trying to follow the you know like basically are you trying to draw a straight line from that underwater river th- mouth thing you found north or are you just sort of trying to approximate like what's the story here because you actually have gotten off of that straight line when you left that straight line was basically very near the minarda patch and you went left to the west to get into the minarda patch and then you came east to go to flasagri um so you would have to navigate yourself back to that line or you could just approximate your way north in general it's up to you i mean we're gonna have to approximate our way north because we're trying to follow an underground river and, you know, r- that river being underground is very difficult to was, follow. Was there any kind of landmark that I saw in that direction when I originally, you know, was sort of looking like, here's the river, that's the way we're going? Unfortunately not. Because yeah. it was just big, empty desert, right? And it's yeah. well, I mean, big you, and you saw covers a, big, a good chunk of the horizon. You saw a big sort of homogenous grassland and then you could see the shine mm-hmm. of something which you have now been mm-hmm. told is desert but yeah you couldn't really like like that was so far away you couldn't really process like what it was just that it reflected the light differently yeah then in that case i would probably want to start by going back to where we left that path because okay. that's the only way i can 
that's the only way Naughty can think of to do it. Okay. Um. So whoever would like to navigate you back to that path can give me a survival check. I can do that. <laughs> so many volunteers. Cedric is, is, I'm thinking, probably still shorter than the grass. Yeah. So, like, not super helpful with perceiving anything. So he's just, like, following I mean, would I be able Lucanus. to see him? <laughs> would I be able to see it? See what? The um, shiny thing. Retracing our path. The yeah. shiny thing? It's not a shiny... No, the... Hmm? Oh, he... Continue, see what you're oh, saying. Yeah, it's not that there's a shiny object. It's she flew very high up in the air and got a natural 20 on her perception, which means she was able to see very far because of how high up she flew that she was able to get sort of like a long distance look at the landscape. You, your six foot plus a few inches self is not going to be able to see very far through the grassland. Yeah. All right. So how do I, how do I roll a survival check? Using the survival skill. Um, are you helping Nadia? Yeah. If you'd like to assist her, you can. Boy, just... I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. So I'm looking on the character sheet, and I found the place where it says survival ranks. Uh, you hit where... the. You just hit the D20 button next to the skill. Well, it's not really a D20. It, I think I found where you like edit that. There's a. Uh... There's Joe, a... stop editing your character sheet. You're not allowed I'm... to do that. <laughs> I'm not. Only trying... Cheryl's allowed to edit your character so... sheet. I'm not trying. Can I to just edit... roll with advantage? Well, so if no, we don't do advantage in this game. Okay. So if you go to your skill and you find survival and oh, you found look it. all the way to the right, there's a little d20 symbol. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was in a different place. I see. And so. eleven, Nadia. What did you get? Oh, I got five. A five. Um. Okay. So between the two of you working, you feel pretty confident that you're on the right track. You got yourselves back to where you were. I feel less confident about that. <laughs> Only because you know what the numbers were. <laughs> no, I Nancy no feels I very unconfident about that. <laughs> yeah, and then you point yourselves north again and off you go. Perfect. Yep. Nadia maybe seems a little bit spaced out this morning. I mean, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so, Nadia, had you had alcohol before? I mean, I guess that depends on what kind of party you got trapped doing. in another dimension yeah, while partying. I, yeah. You definitely had alcohol. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I feel like yeah. I was. I also only drank one. Okay, like I didn't okay. drink much, and okay. then followed these goobers around while they were drunk all night. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Didn't drink any. <laughs> Although it, that would have been the first alcoholic beverage you've had in like a hundred years, so. No, I mean she's not. Been I've been out. hanging out here for a hundred years. Yeah. This is where I came to party. Yeah, but in the woods by yourself. She wasn't by herself. I all have the time. friends I mean, in the woods. I mean, I well, really I mean, one that is an interesting question. If she wasn't Ooh. by herself, you know, who does she know? But also, you know, if if she's partying, it's it's very possible to go to a party or a rave and not have alcohol and still get very messed up. That's true. You don't know who her friends are, but that is sure. theoretically possible. <laughs> She's been eating weird mushrooms in the woods for the last hundred years. I'm just saying, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool fruit and stuff in the in licking frogs. Licking frogs. Any kind of things can be. Nadia, I feel like your friends are a bad influence. Nadia's liver. This is, is not a conversation we're actually having. No, yeah, no, it's not because God doesn't know anything. No, y'all haven't asked what she was doing in the woods. Actually, no, we have not. No we should ask that at some point. But when, but but when we uh, when we met our Mykonid friends, she sure did seem pretty enthusiastic about some of that stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. 
All right. Um, so what are are you doing anything while you're walking? You're just walking. Uh, as I said, I'm looking for I'm looking for potential animals we could incorporate into our rations. Okay, give me a perception check. Sorry, what did you, you say? an antelope. What did you say? Uh, Nancy? I, <laughs> I am just waiting for the impending battle. I can feel is coming up. <laughs> Wait. Got doom sense. Mm-hmm. I don't see perception on here. It's one we added. It's at the very bottom of the skill section. Oh, there we go. Profession. No, it's at the very Pers- bottom. It's not very, the very bottom. There we go. Awesome. Okay, 15. Um, So you see some, but they are rather distant. You imagine that your party is maybe not quiet enough for you to like just haphazardly sneak up on something. Yeah. (laughs) Like this might be the sort of thing that requires like a like an intentional hunting excursion in order to accomplish um, because, yeah, you're just sort of. The five of you are traipsing through the plants, doing a lot of crunchies and a lot of clankies and, you know, Mm. yeah. So no, yeah, let's, you do let's, see some, they're just distant. Let's just wait to hunt, you know, after we set up camp. Okay. There's stuff around, we can do it later. So we're oh, gonna keep an eye out for edible things. Okay. Not animal. <laughs> so what? So are we just assuming that bas- like we're basically heading perpendicular to the river where the like where the the polluted liquid was coming out right so we're just kind of assuming that the river is like a straight line in perpendicular to the river right not that i have a better idea i'm just just clarifying that that's the direction we're heading right (laughs) is that not a good idea i guess actually i was gonna say i have no idea about underground rivers but actually cedric might have an idea about underground rivers (laughs) i mean you've encountered some they're like, yeah. they're like above ground rivers. I mean, actually, the above ground rivers may be weirder to you, right? But like, some of them are yeah, very. They meandering. just kind of go wherever. They just kind of wander back and forth. Below ground rivers, they make sense. They go through the 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 softest rock in a straight, you know, or you know, sometimes kind of a wiggly path. But you know, generally, it's it's the rock that determines the flow of the river. Above ground rivers, you know, they just go through dirt, so they just kind of go wherever, all over the place. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, that's a great point. So since the water pushes through softer rock underground, it logically often would go in a fairly straight line because of the way that rock is structured. Um, Sometimes, yeah, they curve and they meander, but yeah, it, it has more to do with the texture of the rock. Do I have any sense based on like the geography of the area and the stone in, in the area? I know it's just like plains and there's not a lot of stones, do I have any sense at all of like what the underground like bedrock structure might be? Oh man, why you guys are testing me so much? I don't know the answers to these questions. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't. You don't know what your bedrock is made out of. Come on. Well, I don't know well, what bedrock would make what kind of river is the problem. Like, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to tell me what kind. You could just tell me whether or not it would. Okay, make. I a... think it's reasonable to that it would be straight or not okay um make a survival check i guess to try to okay. to try to Did figure you... out if you not a, a knowledge nature uh well hmm. geology is nature right uh i guess it kind of depends if you think that abiotic factors are part of nature or not um so yeah totally right totally. Um, yeah. so uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's it's basically no. like you're trying to make some sort of insightful deduction between the above ground stuff and what's below ground and then how the below ground would act, right? 
for the record, I have a higher skill in survival. Oh. I, just, I don't know why I was trying to argue with you about that. I think you convinced me to do knowledge nature, though, so let's uh, do that. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> why would you argue with the DM? <laughs> I just you always no want to make a nature check because, you know. I mean, yeah, hey, let's. It's like that Leo meme, right? Yeah. <laughs> Roll credits. Is this one of those moments where you wanted to be right more than you wanted to get along? Like a classic bad scientist? <laughs> yes, you... I got a 10. You got a 10. I mean, I mean, why complicate things? It's probably going straight. <laughs> I Yeah, I keep my mouth shut. <laughs> For once. And by keep my mouth shut, I mean I talk about other stuff. Oh, okay, sure, yeah. What, what are you talking about instead? If only we could have silence. <laughs> well, so there's actually something interesting going on in the chat. Like, somebody made a joke about Lucanus killing a buffalo, and that, like, Wyoming, we have this weirdly high ICU bed per capita rate because a lot of our tourists get injured. Like, climbing, skiing, you know, these sorts of things are, you know, the bread and butter of tourism in Wyoming. And because tourism is down because of the pandemic, like, if somebody in Wyoming happens to get COVID, like we're better off because like in part because of so many tourists do stupid shit with bison. Okay. There's the tie in. Cause I was like, yeah. I don't know why you're mentioning adventure sports, but you meant because people get hurt by approaching yeah. things they shouldn't try to pet. Um, yeah. yeah. So like we have these idiot bison petters here in Wyoming and they might actually help us out in the long run. Mm. Okay, uh, so it is approximately halfway through, so let's take our bio break here, and we can come back in a few minutes and see what the gang gets up to next as they travel through the prairie. Um, don't forget, you can ask us questions in the chat. Give us your theories about how the silent spell really works and how physics fits into a D&D world. Yeah, and we'll be back soon. Thanks, everybody. Well, hi, everybody. We're back. Hope you're back, too. Uh, got some snacks, maybe, or, uh, you know, took a quick bio break. Um, we were talking about all kinds of random things, and Peter was arguing with me about the pronunciation of places. But here we are. Hello, Teal. Nice to see you. Um, also, thanks to yeah. Qui-Gon and Sarah for hanging out in the chat. We appreciate all of you being here, and we appreciate everybody who's not in the chat, too. Yeah, so... Uh, Just less, though. We appreciate I, them less. That's not true. <laughs> hey, fans are fans. Fans are fans. We, love we all appreciate of our fans. you being here. I mean, we'd love it if you talked to us. That would be cool. It's so hard on the internet when the fans don't talk back because then you just feel like you're just speaking into the void. Shouting into the um, void, yeah. Yep, it's, it's awkward. But I appreciate, I can see that you're watching even if you're not chatting, so that's fine. It makes me feel good that you're here. Um, so, <laughs> y'all are wandering through the grasslands. Um, was there anything, uh, Nadia, you said something about wanting to forage. Did you want to give me a survival check and see how successful you are in uh, foraging? Let's, let's see how that goes. That's better. What did you say, survival? Mm -hmm. Uh, 20. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, so you're able to find a good, um, again, it's, it's, you know, uh, this is the proxy for like the end of June. Um, so you find a lot of flowers that you think might be edible. Um, some, you know, earlier fruiting things like some ground cherries and, and other stuff. Um, but yeah, you find a, an interesting assortment of vegetable type uh, foods that you think would be a nice supplement to everyone's rations. Yeah. Can we dry those or? 
drying food for like long-term preservation is a process. I don't think it's something that you could easily do like at your camp overnight kind of thing. I mean, these foods are preservable and some of them look like the fresh counterparts of some of the stuff that's in, you know, the trail rations you bought from Marcia. But um, yeah, that's not something that you could easily do just like overnight. This is more... (laughs) <laughs> this is more of a this is more of a we're having these for dinner tonight sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or like, you know, lunch as we walk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Nice. Uh okay, so that was that. Um, is there anything else anybody would like to do while you're walking? Nope. I'm just sort of keeping a general lookout. Okay. Um yeah, so if you're keeping a general lookout, you can give me a perception check. Alright. Uh let me find it first. Yeah, right there, Peter. <laughs> okay. And my headset just like cut out for a second. I was fiddling with it, but seems like it's fixed. Uh, sorry, my hands are wet from the pumpkin mash still. Uh, perception. Boom. A 10. Um, yeah, so you don't really see anything, you know, worth being concerned about or noticing. It's just cloudy, kind of breezy day on the prairie. Not much interesting happening. Would you just, uh, you'd like to keep walking in this north direction until it's time to make camp? Or was there anything you wanted to stop and do? Or did you want to divert from your path for any reason? Nope, just keep following. Okay. Yeah, I think we're basically going to just keep going in a straight line as long as we can. Um, Yeah, so you do that for a ways. You you walk. I mean, again, it's kind of hard, especially for Cedric. Um, It's hard to walk because the plants are so thick. It's very exhausting. And and even, Lucanus, even though you're used to sort of being out and about um, and working hard, it's it's exhausting. Kay and Fletcher are maybe having a hard time as well, because even though they're taller than Cedric, this is still, it's arduous for people who don't normally walk in the, you know, in nature. Um, (laughs) so so you definitely all are becoming much tanner and much buffer than you were in your city lives beforehand. Um, (laughs) prairies, prairies are hard to walk through. Oh yeah. It's like wading through knee deep water. Yeah. You would, you would think that, you know, oh, it's just grass, but no, it's, it's, it's exhausting. It really is. I'm from Iowa. So would you say we're, we're getting experience? From like, <laughs> nice try. Yes. No. yes, it's almost like you're becoming stronger versions of yourselves as you travel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, also, though, if you don't have your face or your arms protected, here's a fun field work fact: grass hurts a lot, like many tiny paper cuts. And so, like my uh, master's advisor is actually kind of allergic. So, like when we would come out of the prairie, he just chose to not wear long sleeves because it's hot, right? So you have, kind of have to make that like trade off. And his arms would be all like. Like swollen from the grass bites, I guess. But like, even I'm not quite allergic to it. But yeah, it just your arms and your face just feel all like itchy and awful after. And Kay like use her sickle and like you know, yeah, chop the grass down out of the way. Yeah, that is what it's for, I believe. I yes, it is in fact. So yeah, mm-hmm. you can kind of do your best. I mean, there's a lot of grass, but yeah, you can cut a swath to try to help alleviate the the paper cutness. Thank would you a great for sword that help in the chat, that? Nancy. What was that? I mean, you can. <laughs> if you use it for something it's not meant for, you might dull it. But, you know, it's like cutting mm-hmm. uh, fabric with paper scissors. Yeah, no. I was Lucanus... waiting to, for Cindy to have a pained look on her face. <laughs> Lucanus is all about that weapon maintenance, so he's not going to do that. Cutting, cutting fabric with paper scissors or cutting paper with fabric scissors. There it is. There it is. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, I got distracted by the chat for a second. <laughs> 
so you keep walking until it gets to be sort of like towards dusk and you feel like it's probably an appropriate time to set up a camp. Um, so I'm assuming you do that. Unless you'd like to walk through the night. It's really up to you. No. <laughs> they all have their mouths full. Okay. But you are setting up camp. Okay. I <laughs> um, As we come to sort of a stopping point, I want to kind of do another, like go up and kind of look around and I guess... I'll do perception first just to see like what I see but then I've also been because you sort of talked about like the direction of the river and I've been sort of thinking on it all day and I'm not saying that that's going to be a successful venture but maybe I can try that too okay yeah um so you're so you're trying to look for the river or to see if there's any if I if I have any sort of insight on what might be determining the, the direction of the river so basically like he did his I oh, was, the, under, I was the underground river. Okay, nature, yeah, 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 nature local. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Or nature check. Okay, mm-hmm. but first a perception check just mm-hmm. to look around. Okay. So that one is twenty-two. Twenty-two. Yeah. So you definitely you still see a lot of prairie around you. I'm getting up my map so that I can make sure I'm giving you appropriate information. Yeah. So you still see a lot of prairie around you. You can see the mountains curving off far to the west, and you can see a little more distinctly now that sort of line where the grasses start to you know fade away or 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 transition into something else um into that desert nothing exceptionally remarkable to note though looks pretty much like what you'd expect or what you've been seeing um you can sort of now that you're a little closer to the desert you can see where the mountains start to curve a little bit um that's becoming a little more mm-hmm. clear but again they're you know they're a few days off to your side so yeah. Okay. And then can I do a knowledge nature to think on the underground river? Sure. Not sure if I'm going to phrase that. Oh! <laughs> uh, that's a natural one. Heart. A natural one? That was a natural one. Uh, I mean, it's water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, where you came from, water was just everywhere all the time, so you think it's weird that water is bounded by stuff on this plane? That's, like, always been yeah. weird to you? So. No. Maybe the whole inside of this water planet goes where it is wants water. to go. Yeah, maybe the whole inside of this planet is water, and they just don't know it. I mean, my whole plane is just water. Yeah. I don't understand how there's places that aren't water here. Right. It seems like a waste of space. <laughs> I, mean, I appreciate that it's different. I just don't understand how it works. Would I be able to do some hunting? Uh, yeah, sure. Should I do a survival check? Let's yeah, start with a survival check and see if you can track something see what i get oh i got an 11 an 11 i mean you're not able to pick up any like oh wait your survival is an 18 is that what you just rolled uh i yeah wait oh oh yep sorry okay. i yeah it's had an 18. It scrolled up a bit that's okay yeah so it's an 18 um yeah you find some tracks of some things would you like to track those things yeah you know generic antelope type dealio Okay. Am I am I taking K or Cedric with me as backup? Uh, have I been voluntold? I am asking. I, I guess I kind of, so. Hey, K, Cedric, do you guys want to go hunting with me so that we can maybe stretch our rations a bit more? I found some tracks. Um, I don't have a lot of hunting experience, but I I I would totally be down to go. Yeah, why don't the, this sounds like a great thing for the boys to do. This sounds awesome. You guys Fletcher, got this. Fletcher is like, um, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So he just doesn't want to hear Cedric talk anymore, and is very excited that he's not going to be around. <laughs> sure. All right. Yeah. So 
So Lucanus <laughs> is going to teach Cedric how to hunt. Oh, this is going to be great. Okay, so you found the tracks. Now you have to follow them. How are you following them? And by that, I mean, are you doing it stealthily? Uh, we are doing it stealth stealthily. Then give me um, some stealthful track. Uh, stealthful checks. Is, is Lucanus going to mention that Cedric should maybe take his plate armor off, or not plate armor, but <laughs> scale mail off? <laughs> my 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 jingly jacket. Yeah, we'll you call have it. chain mail, right? Isn't that scale mail? Yes. Scale mail. Okay. Yes, you are going to mention that. Oh. Um. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I will hunt in my clean shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so remember that your AC is now lower. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Four points lower. Four points lower. A lot. Mm-hmm. And your uh, touch AC would also just be ten now, right? Yes. Or, or ten plus. Plus, I'm gonna leave my shield behind as well. Oh my goodness! No shield, no armor. He's practically naked. Yes. No one wants to see okay. that. It's very primal hunting that we've got going on here. Okay. I look, I look very sharp. You look very sharp. I'm, I'm, I've got my, my crisp, my crisp shirt on. Is it really that crisp if you've been out here for? Nope. A week or <laughs> two rain. months or forever, however long you've been out here, two weeks nope, fresh. It shirt. is very rain. really just a couple of days will do it. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I mean, even a day, just judging by my own field work. Mm-hmm. Very sweaty. Anyway, personal hygiene aside. Personal hygiene aside, nobody ever talks about that in D&D. I think it's important to maintain the verisimilitude as much as possible. I love that word. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, so you've taken off all of your jingly jangly armor. Give me some stealth checks. Did all right. I uh, did move silently. Generic. Uh, uh, nope, not move silently. We have stealth on your skill sheet. That's what Do the we? skill I asked for. Yes. Yes, okay. we talked about this all the way back at character creation. Stealth is at the bottom of the sheet, like perception. Ah, uh, ah, there it is. Oh, whoops, I accidentally rolled twice. Well, we'll take the first one, 10. Cedric, you don't have an armor check penalty right now, so. So it's a 17. straight up 17. Surprisingly, Cedric is doing like that, like he feels so light and free without his armor. He's like pretending to be a shadow and like doing like the freeze frame <laughs> stuff, but he's doing it all very quietly. Lucanus is so distracted by Cedric's theatrics that Lucanus is not being very stealthy. No. <laughs> not being very stealthy at all. Like you're like you're like laughing and like turning around and looking and stepping on stuff. And so yeah, you're I mean you're trying to follow the tracks but they just keep being tracks and you don't really seem to find much of anything cuz you're not being super stealthy. Well, Aww. Or you're trying to be super stealthy, but maybe it's not holistic. Ah, <laughs> uh, so we don't, so we don't get anything. Uh, I mean, you can keep trying, but you've been out here for a little while, and it's starting to get darker. And I mean, you both can see in the semi-darkness, but you know, it depends on how far away you want to get from your friends, and you know. No, let's let's just um, set up some traps and see what happens come morning. Okay. Um, are you you're setting up like your deadfall traps again, Cedric? Yes, and I want to cook my not quite as fresh ground squirrel. Ooh, would you show me how to set up deadfall traps? Yes. Okay. Make survival checks, the two of you. We'll do some trapping. I like Nadia's hunting method, 
berries seems to be the most consistent wow. success we've had. A double <gasps> six from the boys on their survival. <laughs> What a pair. Oh. All right. Yeah. You make some. Cedric is like very, you know, you're doing the whole like super elaborate explanation. And like, you're pretty sure you didn't skip any steps. Yeah. You feel really good about all of these. You make a lot of deadfall traps. All yep. right. Yep. We spent let's a lot up. of time doing it. Yep, and- <laughs> let's make up. Let's make up for quality with volume. I hate us. <laughs> okay, but they're like these roles aren't actually important. So like... nope, we are bad adventurers. So... <laughs> I still hate us. <laughs> Except um, for Cindy, she's great. Um, okay, so uh, back at back at the camp, Nadia just uh, pulls out a handful of berries and says, "Would you like one of these? You'll probably only need one." Hell yeah. Eat one. It was very good. It, and uh, I'll eat one. So two of us have had a full dinner. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah <laughs> Girls team. Full meal. It removes fatigue. It. What else does it do? One point of damage. Something like that. Yeah. It, yeah. Heal, it heals uh, one point of damage. It doesn't do damage. <laughs> yeah. The vicious berry. berry provides nourishment as if it were a normal meal for a medium creature. Well, that's you. Yeah. Nice. And one point um, of damage if you had any damage. So what you're saying is that Nadia does not have any habaneros. Not as far as we can tell. No, but I got some of those ground cherries, and they're real good. Oh. Veronica's looking out for Fletcher in the yeah, chat. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> Veronica. Are we are we spoon feeding Fletcher too? <laughs> I, I like that you had to elaborate and, and tell us that Fletcher's were not the cold feet in Peter's bed. Um, <laughs> I was, mean, he might be. <laughs> that was very important. Um, <laughs> is somebody is somebody in the chat writing uh, Cedric? Slash fic? Yeah, like, like no. Peter wakes up tomorrow morning and rolls over and sees this fictional character in his bed. Like that would be a whole another level of exciting. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like Fletcher looks like a fantasy version of Ryan in my head. So it would be, <laughs> be very weird. Oh God, Ryan yeah. would Ryan would look totally badass as a D and D wizard. <laughs> I mean, I did paint that mini for him um, yeah. a while ago, but yeah, uh, okay. So you guys come back uh, into the camp, and the three of them are just sort of sitting around with their. Did you? I don't know. Did you make a fire? Or are you just hanging out in the dark? We I feel like fire. Fletcher, not having used any magic all day, would have started. Like if if they could, would have been like, uh, if you guys want to, while the boys are gone, if you guys want to like go out and collect some tinder, I know um, if you can find some dry. Animal Just dung, you know that that burns pretty well. Wipe right um, on all of that. Uh, I uh, I can start a fire if you can just gather up some burnable materials. This is a great Flesher impression. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's better than your Lucanus impression was. <laughs> Do my best. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So so uh, Cedric and Lucanus, you come back to Fletcher and Natia and Kay sitting around a nice fire. You're a little dirty, uh, but other than that, the evening is yours to do with as you choose. So, boys, what beast shall we be feasting on tonight? Uh, snake and ground squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so you failed. Yeah, we didn't get anything. We we actually we got really close to this one like that had these like big horns, and then uh, Lucana stepped on this like big stick, and it was just like. <laughs> And then it was like, bing, 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 bing. 
that it yeah. ran away. <laughs> Wait, was bing, bing, bing the noise of the deer, like, jumping away? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's in my head, that's the noise that deer make when they... <laughs> that, that's the, that's the noise the antelope make in my head as well. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I'm, I'm a mammal biologist. I don't know if you guys know. Uh, you're also a hunter, and <laughs> that's, that's the sound that Mandy uh, makes in the woods, huh? <laughs> I mean, I, whenever I see a deer running away, I'm always... I'm always cursing so loudly in my head that I can't hear anything else. Okay. So I have to make might, that up. Might as well be making that noise because yeah. they're right. going away from you. And that's what <laughs> well, you know, we, we tried to hunt and teaching, teaching, uh, you know, always, it never goes as well when you're teaching. So, but we have some deadfall traps. Maybe we'll, we have lots of deadfall traps. Maybe we'll find something for breakfast. I have some berries. If you'd like, if you'd like to have one. Oh yes, they're please. Very good. They're very I good. Each of you a berry. Oh, you got a lot today, huh? Neat. I did. That's good stuff. <laughs> I've been rolling like threes the last several times. This time I got seven. Nice, nice. Is Lucanus still healing? Is he still recovering stuff? I don't know if he yeah. has. Do you have any more hit points left to recover, or is it just the dexterity drain? It's just the dexterity. Okay. I okay. mean, it is. It is night, and we're about to, you know, reset all of our spells. So if anyone wants to cast anything. So wait, hold, hold up. So Nadia can conjure food, right? Wow. No, good berries are only good for healing. They're not good for. No, they're so the good berry. So I pick. I have to pick berries. I have to pick real world berries, and then I cast a thing on them that means they become a meal or a hit point, or well both. Gotcha. But no so if you hit right find now. yourselves in a place with no berries, no good berries. Yeah. Yep. And it's okay. only good for 24 hours, so... And then they poop. I was just about to be yeah. real upset that we spent so long arguing about rations when you could just make food, but now I understand. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not like a, yeah. <laughs> These are very... So, so the rations are for when the stuff we can forage isn't available anymore, which includes the good grease. So this is stretching the rations. Can you conjure water? Somebody if, has the ability to create think, water. If I pray on it in the morning, I can... Okay, that'll be useful coming up. I was just wondering. <laughs> yes, it will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nadia okay. seems maybe a little bit nervous about going to a place with no water. I don't can't imagine why. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. The the conversation in the chat about what deer sound like is really great. Um, yeah. Very boingy. Chronic, chronic wasting disease has been in the East Coast for a long time. Like, that was a thing when I was in high school. Luckily, it spread very slowly. Right, so, but yeah. it is like, a thing. Yeah. Like, they yeah. have the boxes out for people to drop off deer heads and stuff to track it. So Yeah, it's also a thing uh, in Iowa. Yeah, it's more of a southern Midwest thing. It's like that Iowa, Ohio, like, they're very much monitoring it, like Pennsylvania, Maryland, that area. Luckily, there's never been a case in North Carolina. Mm. So, we don't have it yet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which means i get to keep all my deer heads yeah. for my own personal use is is it as just really unpleasant as it sounds as the name sounds chronic wasting disease it's a prion so yeah. if you know anything about prions you know to run for the hills there's never been a documented case of a human getting it though so like it's not as scary as mad cat prions are on my top five list of things to be frightened of in this world i am not actually frightened of very many things like there are lots of animals that like deserve healthy respect but i'm not really afraid of them but prions are hella terrifying, terrifying. <laughs> yeah 
Is mm, it uh, brain holes? Uh, delicious. Yeah. Is it denatured with cooking? Uh oh! No. I ju- I looked this up the other day. It takes something like several hours at nine hundred degrees Fahrenheit or something crazy like that in order to kill it. But okay. Scary. Isn't the mad yeah. cow one of those where they shut down all of the food processing for it. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. prions are they're like weird little protein things that just yeah oh my goodness like yeah Wreck nobody like, havoc and poke holes in your brain yeah like, they are they are one of the them. few problems that barbecue cannot solve sure <laughs> sound like a southerner joe i i feel like barbecue could also cause problems but let's not go down that road today <laughs> that is not true as a north carolinian i object to that statement Oh, but as a Texan, I know exactly how to stir up that trouble. Let's go. <laughs> this Let's is one of the problems down. that barbecue can cause, which is why we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even talking uh, my about family, My family's from North Carolina, and I, I do actually prefer pork barbecue, uh, but don't tell anyone here. So oh, I, good. I, 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 as a Western North Carolinian, prefer the Eastern style sauces. So we're, we're both traders. I don't know why we say come for the game and stay for the science. It's come for the game and stay for the food here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, we spent so food much of this game talking about There's food. a lot of science. Okay, yeah, come listen to Age Check. It'll make you hungry at 9 p.m. <laughs> Eastern time. <laughs> Fourth meal advertisement. That's Fourth basically meal. what this is. Yeah. Go to Taco Bell. <laughs> I eat a stupid early dinner on these days because mm. we start talking at 4.30 my time. Anyway. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Veronica. She also hates us. No, Sarah, my hot take is that I've always hated cornbread because of traumatic childhood experiences. But I said we were moving on, so we're moving on. <laughs> are you we setting are... a watch tonight? <laughs> Very sad about whatever happened to you as a child with cornbread. I know. We God, are. That's so heartbreaking cheryl cheryl we are going to have an entire nature chat about this whole cornbread thing but uh um lucanus will um take uh uh, first watch okay (laughs) who's taking the watch after lucanus i'll take it okay cool all right uh lucanus give me a perception check on your watch oh six Oh, that's a natural one plus five. Yeah. Yeah, um, everything seems pretty normal. On your watch. Uh-oh. Things are happening. Maybe not. That I wouldn't know normal. because I got a natural one. You wouldn't know. You might even... Actually, roll roll one more time because I just want to... I want to... Okay. Confirm yeah. so how bad you did at that? Yeah. Um. Yeah, no. I, I mean, everything seems pretty normal. It's fine. You know. Yep. Okay, and then Wait. you... Switch with Nadia? Yep. Uh, everything seems pretty normal, Nadia. It's fine. Um, 23. 23. Um, yeah, so you are having the, like, last four hours, you know, as morning is starting to break, basically. It's very pretty, I believe. Let me get my weather document up, because I did that. <laughs> yeah, so it's another, it looks like it's going to be another cloudy day. Um, you might even smell rain in the air, like it might start raining soon. Which is nice for you. You love that smell. Yeah, but nothing really seems to happen on your watch. Kay, while you're sleeping, you don't have, like, a full-out dream again, but you just sort of, like, every once in a while see flashes of those white flowers again. They're sort of, like, you know, weaving themselves in amongst your other, like, normal dreams. Awful nodding. The narration there. Yeah, thoughtful nodding. Um, Okay, so... Yeah, what would you like to do now that it's morning? 
And everybody's doing the wake em ups. Do I have leftover ground squirrel? <laughs> I mean, it's a ground squirrel. It's not very big, so no. <laughs> Saving all the bones, because, you know, you can make Do a good stew with that. practice witchcraft? No, you, you take take all those bones, you got a good stew going. Chipmunk stock. I, okay. Mm-hmm. Rat. <laughs> hey, is now Chip, a chipmunk and snake stock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I could imagine chipmunk and snake stock being very good, actually. I agree. I feel like that's the, that's the thing about all those critters with like tiny little bones. You just gotta like boil them, get all that flavor out. A lot of a lot of flavor in those little meat, little bones, little little, little bone marrow. I mean, <laughs> if you can get us a squirrel, and I don't know what the harvesting rules are on snakes, but like you could try this, right? Like a I honestly don't feel like you know. As long as nature check goes, there will never, ever be another, like, more North Carolinian thing that will ever happen than Peter's last comment. Peter, you <laughs> can just come here and try that with guinea pig. Ryan has eaten guinea pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we talked about this I feel before. Like you guys have talked about this? Yeah. yeah it's greasy. I haven't actually yeah. tried it. It's up oh. here in the Andes, and everyone who I'm friends with is from the coast and they're all like we don't eat the guinea pigs <laughs> in, in that case role-playing fletcher fletcher knows something about guinea pigs i guess <laughs> no, <Fletcher laughs> here. No. <laughs> fletcher does not um ryan does <laughs> uh oh sarah says that snake harvesting is not allowed in most places then how who are all these people who i hear say that they've eaten rattlesnake and it tastes like chicken is that just like people <laughs> harvesting it illegally like what's the story with that because i feel like there's got to be a yeah i don't think they're a a um yeah, or like there's not a there's not a season for snakes in North Carolina. You can, I know. But you can um you can get it at like so when I was in St. Louis, I actually did get some uh some uh, uh rattlesnake meat, and it was it was fine. Okay, I mean, yeah, because like I feel like I've seen it on like a show where people are gonna eat weird stuff. Like snake is often one of the weird things, yeah, right? Chopped. So like, there's, yeah. Sarah there's... says Sarah says with a small game license, you can hunt it. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. In some places, but I'm I'm sure a lot of it is just farm raised, right? It's yeah. I I wouldn't I wouldn't know. I mean, it's seems funny to think about a snake farm. It does. Well, taste I like... mean, like they raise rattlesnakes for antivenoms and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So I guess when... I just think about them like like oh you know farmer I mean, with a people... straw in his mouth looking out over his field of snakes like that's just. I, I mean, <laughs> all those milk cows turn into hamburger when they're done being milked. I bet snakes are the same way, you know. I bet hey, there's a... I I just I just sort of feel like snake and chicken and alligator they just kind of taste like general meat. Yeah, yeah Figs Things says that they ate it in an uh, restaurant in Arizona, but they don't know where it came from. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, maybe it is farmed. Yeah. Also, you can hunt and eat anything as long as the game warden doesn't find out. Right? I yeah. okay. Uh, also, Having, if it's your property, say, right? there's a lot of places with a lot of just. No? It depends. Yeah. No, no. I mean, you can't hunt. No, there, there are definitely restrictions on on your. Having, yeah. Having like in, lived oh, in North Carolina, I'll say like you can hunt deer without a license on your property, right. but you still have to abide by all the game laws. Like, right. You can't yeah. okay. hunt. You can't hunt with. And, you know, you can't spotlight deer and stuff like. That. Oh, okay. And having lived in Mississippi, honestly, it's kind of hard to not live in Mississippi and not, you know, eat frog or snake or anything like that. And they're good. They're good. I like them. Oh, frog is. I've only had frog once and it wasn't great, but I think maybe it was the treatment it received rather than the fact that it was frog. So I'd be willing to. uh, Our our rule. I bet Nadia tastes like a frog. 
I, okay. <laughs> I, can we not talk about eating our humanoid companions? <laughs> that would be great. Jeez. Um... I've I've always Not thought of Cedric as having I've always thought of Cedric as having a distinct a roast beef flavor. I I thought we determined last time when we were talking about um how Nadia breathes that she was more fishy than amphibiany, wasn't that? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, fish I mean, is a pinworms. wide variety of. I mean, are we talking orange ruffy, chili, <laughs> tilapia? More of a salmon. She's moving <laughs> in, you know. Salmon. I I, so, I I always thought <laughs> I always thought more tuna because you know she handles herself in battle really well and that is more very predatory. More, ah. Yeah, it's more of a red meaty kind of. I was gonna say it's almost kind of warm blooded e. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My dad is. Remember the last time I asked them to talk about fish and they couldn't come up with anything, and here we are. <laughs> you just gotta talk about. We have to talk about through the food angle, of course. Yeah, exactly. Here we are. Yeah. 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 Ah! <laughs> If your if your best friend was a fish, what would they taste like? So my dad, Gefelta um... <laughs> fish, <laughs> Carl. Shout out to Ari. <laughs> so my dad is really interested in like historical documentation from ships, and especially those where like there were shipwrecks. And so reading, he like reads the original materials from the like original journals. And apparently, on some of the trips where they've had to do cannibalism, people taste a lot like pork. Yep. I mean, that doesn't they, but like bad me pork, right? Like, well, pork. they they actually they the actually, all pork tastes uh... bad. <laughs> I don't like it. Oh, well, like, even barbecue. I mean, barbecue. You destroy it so much; it just tastes like sauce. It doesn't taste like anything under it. You could put barbecue oh, on broccoli; oh it would be oh, fine. No. He's about to dive through his computer. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me, bro! Where are my gloves Nancy, to throw down, <laughs> Nancy. Nancy, you have not had truly good oh, barbecue. No. I oh, lived no. in Georgia. I mean, yeah. Georgia. <laughs> Having having had barbecue from all of the like native barbecue regions, it's Georgia barbecue is I mean, it's it's there's a reason why it's not one of the main barbecue regions. It's good, but um we'll have to take you to Texas or the Carolinas or Mississippi actually has pretty good barbecue, believe it or not. <laughs> okay. Veronica is calling you out as being a picky eater, so that is that is not untrue. <laughs> what I was what I was gonna say is, you know, there is a reason why the um, kind of slang for human flesh is called long pig. The chat is so far ahead of yep, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, well, I was I was trying to drop that. Anyways, yeah, but it's not a surprise uh, because, like, on the inside, we're actually very similar. Like, pig parts are used for some organ transplant procedures in people because they yep. are such a good match both in terms of size and just like biology so yep yeah. biochemistry we are sure. um in fact a lot of like we use a lot of like pig cell cultures so, mm -hmm. yeah. i'm not even going to bring up insulin we don't have to talk about that at all <laughs> uh, I, I, don't let joe start talking about insulin okay okay okay, okay. Uh, no, Great. So, change all, the subject it is it is the morning of the 27th day of bloom run so that's cordem on the week calendar that equates to saturday i don't think any of you remember the calendar at all but bloom, <laughs> bloom run is the equivalent of june so it's almost the end of june um and it is a the equivalent of a saturday or cordem 
I um, mean, I spend like two months, so who knows? Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> someday I will. Time has no meaning anymore. It's like just COVID. To get all the dates. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I. I mean, I. Yeah, I have them for you. I. I know what day it is. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so you're waking up. Nadia smells that it might rain at some point today. Um, what would you like to do today? Same thing we do every day, Pinky. <laughs> Head for the mountains. It took a, it took this group a really long time to get to that line. Um, <laughs> Head for the mountains. We are going to have to check our deadfall traps. Oh, yeah. Head, head, head for the direction that Nadia okay. is leading us would in, Would you like to check your deadfall traps first? I would. You would. Okay. Um, so you go and you check all of them and you realize that during your very elaborate explanation, you definitely explained how to build a pitfall trap, but you left a, a completely like, like terribly vital component out of each and every one of them. The exact we have to same bait component. the traps. Yeah. The bait is really important. Yeah. And Otherwise, I it's left just a hole. <laughs> mm-hmm. I left all of our snake meat in the pot and forgot to put it in the traps. So, um, okay, so Lucanus, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> Good thing well, you... Nadia is the only competent one here and, like, can Fletcher help us all out. Hurt. <laughs> Fletcher looks very hurt. Um... Yeah, well, well, Nadia and Fletcher are both out, like, foraging. <laughs> yeah. Um, alrighty, uh, now that you've done that, and you'd like to keep continuing north? Yep. Is there anything you would like to do on your travels? Anything you're looking for, thinking about, talking about? If there's anything I can shoot, I'll take a shot. <laughs> Give me a perception check. You can shoot yourself in the foot. I hope I don't do that. <clears throat> could... That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I okay. did get a 20, though. You did get it. Well, not a natural 20, <laughs> but a, a, an unholy 20, as they say on the lap t- the last tapestry. Um, a dirty 20 also works yeah so there's definitely uh, more game out today uh cedric didn't bother putting his armor back on so you guys are a little quieter so you can take a shot at something if you'd like all right i'll take a shot at something are you using your crossbow i will use my crossbow okay so go to weapons try to imagine how much damage a heavy crossbow would do to an animal Mm mm-hmm I mean, if it's a big enough animal. No attack bonus. Just roll the roll. Just hit the button. Well, that, it's asking me. It's asking me for a power attack bonus. Oh so. no! Just just click through all those. Oh, that wasn't the one with the attack. That's just the damage. You need to hit the one that has the attack. Oh, okay. Not flanking. Okay, yeah. With a sixteen, um, you're definitely able to shoot and bring down a small antelope type thing generic store brand antelope (laughs) (laughs) cindy your face (laughs) well it's funny because living in wyoming we do have walmart antelope no really well i mean they're walmart they're they're antelope that go through the parking lot at walmart occasionally but uh but not in the walmart yeah not in the walmart um, I've never seen them hey, in how did the Walmart. They the- <laughs> Sam's Club antelope. Uh, <laughs> oops, all antelope. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What else? What else you got? <laughs> Dr. Antelope. Yeah, I'm out. Okay. Uh, I, I don't know what the off-brand antelope would be. Antelope Thunder? <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Um, all right, yeah. So, so yeah, you, we got a speed goat. You got a speed goat. There's the off-brand we were looking for. Um, mm-hmm. You have that now. All right, yeah, I guess you're going to take some time to dress it and, uh, you know. Take it along with us. Okay, yeah. So that processing, uh, if you're not going to haul it whole, um, I imagine it's going to take a little while because you have to get all of the viscera out and you want to hold it up. Uh, there isn't really anything to hang it from, which is going to be very exciting for you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Lucanus, you just have to hold it. Yeah, he's tall enough. Like, like, two it. hours while I. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is something I've done before. You know, just kill an antelope, hold it up, and then walk a dwarf through cleaning the antelope. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, he knows uh, how to clean very tiny animals. It's just a. It's just a very, very, very large rat. I think you can do that, Cedric. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, like field dressing a rat is super easy, mm-hmm. and then you skin it, mm-hmm. also super easy. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you like basically cook the whole thing, and then mm-hmm. you eat the meat off the bones. Actually, having an animal that's large enough to have like different cuts of meat, totally different ball game. Yeah. Um, so like, I have no, like Cedric has no idea the difference between, you know, a tenderloin, a quarter round, a top round, eye round. Yeah. But Lucanus walks him through all that. Okay, cool. Um, give me another survival check. You two, this is just going great. (laughs) God. We're still talking about food. Uh, skills. That's a critical failure. I stab myself in the hand. (laughs) No, you shoot yourself in the foot. Do you want to stab yourself in the hand? (laughs) Is that? No, I'm just. I mean, because I was gonna tell you to roll again to confirm the fail first, but if you want to just just roll a d20. Yeah. It's a six. That's a fail. Okay, yeah, you do in fact cut yourself for. Um, or are you using a dagger? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Lucanus, you're doing an okay job instructing him, and he is very clumsy, and he stabs himself in the hand for two damage. Aww. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> hey maybe you should hunt some vegetables you're less likely to hurt yourself i don't know me cutting the pumpkin i uh i can imagine you slipping on that no i got an 18 yeah yeah well yeah so your instructions are good but he's the one doing the cutting so he oh okay. he cuts himself because you're holding it right because you're the only one tall enough and strong enough to hold this thing because there are no trees for you to string it up by so he yeah. he was doing the cutting but he cut himself more than he cut the antelope and so now there's just a hole in Cedric's hand. Yeah, but then I then I you know finish the job admirably. Okay, um, so you're just gonna cut it on the ground by yourself. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Um, that is not how mending works. Nice try. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you cannot stick fingers back onto hands with mending. That is why not? not? We not fixed our roof. I, that it's not. Your moderate for. wounds. <laughs> nope. I thought. <laughs> oh. Does oh, moderate runes okay. grow your fingers back? Huh? Is it Skelligrow from just... Harry Potter? No. It's like flesh just... damage. Like severed limbs are gone. Well, or you have to put a lot of effort into them. Yeah. I yeah. mean, worst case scenario, severed limbs, more rations. So, I feel like Cindy was saying something <laughs> before that very I concerning. Forgot story. what it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> So now you've you've taken probably an hour or two to deal with this thing. Yeah. What uh what else are you doing, folks, friends? What are we doing? Oh, that's it. We got we got food for the next few days, so Okay. Um so you're continuing to walk? Yep. Okay. And I would walk if 
500 miles. Okay. Away. I already made that joke in the chat. You've already made that joke in so many episodes. Please don't make them come after us. <laughs> Yeah, none of us have been on tune, on key enough. I don't think that matters. Um, You know, if the pretenders come after us for copyright infringement, does that mean that we could have them as guests on? I feel like they've been broken up for like I think it counts as fair use because it's a cover. Uh, They're they're (laughs) twin brothers, Peter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And they actually did, they, mm, I guess it was a while ago now. They did a cool cover of a Reckless Hair song. They are actually a very good band. I don't want to get them into a flock of seagulls situation. Anyway. But, uh, anyways. Here we are in the prairie. Your backpack is full of meat. Um, what are we doing? Please, dear walking. God, somebody do something. Uh, walking. I'll, walking. I'll yeah. pop up and do another perception check before we get rolling. Okay. Do that. Oh, no. Oh, That's yes. A That's a one. Don't see anything interesting. Okay. So the mm. chat has raised a very important question. When I stab What's myself... Up? Did I get blood on my shirt? I mean, <laughs> of course you did. It's not like that much blood. That's like, what I thought. I mean, no, but he, he probably wiped his hand off on his shirt or something. I mean, that kind of depends. Like, did you, sleeves. Yeah, did you do that? Because like, like no, I, I'm very conscious of of cleanliness. Like Cedric is like the kind of person who washes every opportunity, like takes a bath every time chance he gets, like laundries his clothes. So like, I would not like put blood on my shirt, okay. especially having tried to get blood out of my shirt multiple times and failed because hydrogen peroxide doesn't exist in this world. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. So. No, I like I I crashed my bike. I, you probably I don't know, maybe you can see this. Uh there's a scar on the fatty, the meaty part of my hand here, um, because I crashed my bicycle really badly in high school and had to go to the hospital and get stitches and that thing was that was a very deep cut. So I would estimate it was two hit points of damage, but it did not bleed that much. Cause like I actually, your hand I has actually, a lot of like thick muscle. So it kind of just like yeah. slurps back together after you cut it. Um, I actually have a, a very similar not a good word. Um, but mine was, mine was uh, uh, being drunk and attempting to make a martini. Okay. Also, also um, just a pretenders update. They have a new album as of July 20th. Uh, pretenders called hate for sale so they are still active still making studio the albums are you talking death. about the proclaimers yeah, or the proclaimers oh, it is the proclaimers yeah yeah <laughs> yeah okay i was like the pretenders say, pretend- this is the wrong one yeah i don't think my scar shows up there, I, I don't think my scar shows up very good on the camera <laughs> i don't like, know it's I, I see a red something i don't know if it's supposed to be red though that's not what we're looking at. My bits. My bits are supposed to be red. There's. I have a scar right here. Oh, okay. The last time I cut myself really bad, uh, I had to get. I got 17 skit- stitches. 17. Four of, yeah, four wow. of which were in the muscle, and it uh, surprisingly didn't bleed that bad. I think I probably should have gotten muscle stitches in mine. They only did the top, but it was so deep. Sometimes I get like a phantom itch inside my hand, and Ooh. I can't scratch it. It's real bad. Oh. Those are the worst. <laughs> But I'm sure if Cedric feels like this hand cut is bad, he can fix it himself. Nah, yeah, he's he's the kind of guy that would just like kind of super glue a wound back together. I mean, if there were super glue, you're just gonna Tangle let it patch. There's the a mending spell. That's not what mending's for. <laughs> I'm gonna cast cure moderate wounds on myself or cure light wounds. I love that we've just come full circle on that. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, Cheryl I, also hates us. We, I, we, <laughs> 
we really, we really, uh, one might say that we've walked 500 miles okay. to that joke. Okay. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Now we're literally just spinning our wheels. I keep waiting for Kay to mention to anyone that she's looking for something. That's why I'm like, what are you guys doing? You're just walking. Nope. Okay. I'm not looking for anything. I'm in denial. Fuck that shit. And then, oh, and no. then we walked 500 more. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't have any tuggy heartstrings and I don't care about no flowers. Oh, no. I didn't even realize there was stuff going on. So I um I heal myself for four hit points. So okay. I'm back up to full. Okay. Yeah. Is it yeah. safe to say that like with the overcast and the weather coming in and I rolled a one, I just there's nothing to see, right? Yeah, nothing to see. Nope. Nothing right, interesting well, out there. Mm -mm. I will report that back to the group in case anyone uh, has any other ideas. This planes is so boring. Nothing happens. It's just <laughs> Lucanus asks, asks uh, uh, Nadia to show him how to how to forage better for food because that's what we talk about on this yep. channel. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> show him some of the things that I've been picking. Survival checks been again. The same stuff the last few days. So many survival. Th this episode has had more survival checks in it than some D and D oh, games man. have in their entire campaigns. <laughs> I got a nine. You got a nine. Lucanus just isn't having a great time today. Is that going to be the... 17. Um, so Nadia's very, like, patiently trying to show you stuff, but you're just like, I don't know, you're still bummed about the traps not working, and also, like, your backpack is really heavy now with this antelope in it. So, yeah, you're a little distracted, um, so I don't know that you pick up a whole, like, any more new information about foraging, but, like, Nadia, you find some stuff, yeah. Uh, Kay will go over to Nadia, and she's like, <laughs> Hey, not that it's like it really important or anything, but if you happen to find some white flowers, let me know, all right? White flowers? Yeah. Okay. You got the eyes and know the plants and stuff. They all just kind of, you know, look like plants. Uh, okay. Kate, would you give me an intelligence check? No! no. <laughs> I'm in denial! <laughs> I just want to see if you remember something. Uh, I definitely do not remember which character sheet I have up. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Let's see. The uh, last album from the uh, Proclaimers, not the Pretenders, uh, is oh, called oops. Angry Cyclists, and it was dropped in 2018. Y'all go just talk about food for a while. I. <laughs> I am. Um, oh, uh, I got a one. I remember shit. <laughs> yep. Plus white, three. White flowers. Mm-hmm. Wow. White flowers. Yep. Yep. <laughs> This is great. <laughs> Where's Ryan? <laughs> I like that laugh, Cheryl. <laughs> All right. No, it's fine. I totally didn't spend three days this week planning something that's not happening. It's fine. <laughs> Look at this one that's here. It's beautiful. I love it so much. It's a good number. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm just going to wander around out here in the prairie. <laughs> I mean, we're in a, we're in, I'm like, I don't know, my dream space was like white flowers and white walls in the middle of the desert, and we're not to the desert yet. Why even worry about it? Do I remember anything from my uh, last PTSD dream? No, yours don't have as much distinct imagery to them. Um, okay. Yeah, Kay, I don't think your dream actually included desert. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I guess I just assumed it was the desert. <laughs> I'm more, I'm more actively trying to forget stuff, I guess. You yeah. told me white walls and white flowers, and some for some reason I thought white walls and flowers grow in the desert. Yep. 
Because, so you know, I'm very good at nature and stuff. I would correct you, but you got a one, so now I can't. <laughs> yep. So, 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 so I, anyways, here's Wonderwall. I, <laughs> so funny story. I didn't take Detect Magic today because I took something else. Uh, but maybe can, 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 does Fletcher, can you see, can you, does she have the magic thing again? Wait, what? The magic thing? Kate. Hmm. You were able to follow. Fletcher I have that, no heartstrings. There's just flowers and white walls. Fletcher cast detect magic. I just needed to make sure they had it prepared. Okay, <laughs> Fletcher cast detect magic. You detect no magic, no magical auras other than those of like the random items that you and your friends are carrying. Yeah, we tried that already. And he was like, if you feel any weird heartstring pulls, we'll like follow you. But I feel no heartstring pulls and all I've got to go on is white walls and white flowers. And I see no white walls and no white flowers. And a staircase. You know, if you happen to see a giant staircase before I do, let me know. But I feel like that wouldn't be obvious. Like a stairway to heaven? Probably. Those <laughs> <laughs> making song references. <laughs> Walk 500 miles to a stairway to heaven. <sighs> Anybody in the chat want to help want to help her out? I'll let you phone a friend. If the chat remembers anything that might help them find this place, you let me know. It's okay if you don't. We'll just keep walking. <laughs> there is like the moon. Qui-Gon Bowers asks, wasn't there a magic cases. item someone had that Fletcher hadn't spotted yet? I don't know. Well, okay, so like he hasn't, like, sat down and, like, done a lot of investigating of the magic items. So, like, he sees their auras when he does detect magic. But normally he's doing detect magic to detect something else. Like, you know, he did detect magic yesterday on Lucanus to try to see if he was magically ill. Or he did uh, detect magic in the abandoned Knoll camp to try to find items. But, like, he hasn't... Like, again, detect magic just tells you whether or not something's magical. So he knows that the group has a bunch of magic items because he can see the auras. Because it even, like, goes through backpacks and stuff, right? So he can see all the auras. He just doesn't know what these things are because he hasn't cast identify. Because... As we mentioned previously, Identify requires that he grind up a pearl and stir it into a cup of wine with an owl feather and then drink said wine and pearl. And he has to do right. that once for each item. So do we have, do we know what items he has identified as magic that we still don't know what they do? Yes. Let's go through that. Okay. Um, yeah. um, some... Sorry, I'm going to throw my hat at my cat. I Okay. Hush. <laughs> um, okay, so somebody has a block of sweet-smelling incense that I think somebody tried to eat at some Fletcher point. has. Okay. Yeah, Fletcher um, has that. Uh, Lucanus has a chunk of a uh, yellowish, orangish knot stone that's uh, at the end of a long gold chain. Kay has. Didn't we decide that was amber? I feel like we like. Yeah. Uh, we you, that was you said it was a weird stone. You guys have metaed that it's amber, but nobody oh, has actually okay. told you it's amber. You just, gotcha. Cedric knew it wasn't a rock. Kay has one red arrow that screams when you fire it. Uh, she has arrows of biting, which she now knows what they are. So I'm actually going to remove that from my list of not identified things because it's been identified. Um, <clears throat> you have... Uh, other magic items. Kay has a small clay brooch painted white and shaped like a pair of wings with a small green gem in the center. Uh, Lucanus has this golden armband. Kay has a rock 
Uh, oh, yeah. You know what the, the rock does. <clears throat> well, you know what the, the rock from Gary does. Mm-hmm. It's called a blightstone, but you know what it does. Um, we all know what the rock does. I, okay. Uh, Gary gave Fletcher a shield made out of some sort of dark wood. Um, Lucanus has studded leather armor that he took off of the body of the dead Noel Necromancer. Fletcher has a blue metal chain with a small pendant of a perfectly spheroid clear blue gem on the end. And Fletcher also has a small stone filled with sparkly, sparkly inclusions. So you have many magic items that you have not identified or tried to use. I'm trying to write down all the, uh, Items that Fletcher has that are magic that he hasn't identified yet, so that I can give this note to Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Since Cedric doesn't have any unidentified magic items, I guess. Apparently not. Yeah. You gotta take more stuff. Not a lot of avarice in Cedric. (laughs) Plenty in Lucanus, though, so if there's anything that I can take, Mm. I will take it. By force, if necessary, because that's, you know, my role. You look like you're gonna say something. No? Nope. No? Okay. Nope. I, I couldn't tell what that face was. It, it, I, I feel like I'm, I'm constantly about to say something, so okay. in that case, That's fine. I didn't have anything to say. Um, <laughs> Qui-Gon Bowers suggests you burn some incense and take a nice midday nap. Um, <laughs> it is hot out here. Sounds like a perfect time for a siesta. Yeah. Um, and yeah, as it uh, moves into the afternoon, a rain does start to fall. Ooh, this feels nice. Yeah. Gross. It's muggy. Gross. Yeah, so it does get muggy, um, and it's a light rain at first, and it becomes steadily harder, harder rain towards the evening. Um, what are you grinning about, Cindy? Oh, I'm just picturing how much Nadia likes that heavy rain and how much it sucks for the rest of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, are you setting camp? Guess so. Uh, yep. Okay, um, yeah, so you set camp, and like as you're setting up, if you've never, never tried to set up camp in the rain before... Mm. It- it sucks so really bad hard. thing. Also, no. though, I think Lucanus somehow said he wound up with a tent, but nobody else has one, so... Yep. I've always had a tent. <clears throat> okay. Because, like, that's how Lucanus previously made his living as a kind of random murder hobo, and murder hobos need a tent for them to do their murder All hoboing right. from. Well, so. uh, while you are picking out a spot to camp, this heavy rain turns into a thunderstorm. Awesome. Lightning, thunder, very heavy rain. Like you know, Lucanus, you can't see go very stand far. over there. You're the tallest one, so you'll save the rest of us from electric strikes. <laughs> do you guys, do you guys just want to hang out in my tent for a little bit? Because I mean, isn't it a tiny tent? It's like a one person tent, right? Looks up how big a tent is. I mean, I have, I arguably, also... Lucanus got into the mouse inn, so. <laughs> Arguably, well, I mean, we should be able to get into the Lucanus's tent. Yeah. If you'd like Am his I tent right? to still function. Um, Is it this simple or... tent sleeps too. And that implies that it's a two-man tent. If you've ever been in a two-man tent, you have to really like the other man in the tent. Because they're very small. <laughs> Two bodies will fit inside that space. Right. It's like a, if you, you know, if you were both like laying flat on your back like a vampire, like just like as close as possible. Like that's that's what a two-man tent is like. So yeah, I guess if you'd all like to all five of you would like to be in there, you can. But touching the sides I'm fine of the tent. Out here. I was gonna say touching the sides of the tent defeats the purpose of the waterproofing. 
So, yeah, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> well, assuming that it's made out of, like, conventional materials, if it's, like, waxed leather, then touching the side of it might not actually... I, I, I don't know what this tent is made out of. <laughs> I guess we could argue that. <laughs> I'm assuming Brian can it's grease spell it. <laughs> that only does like 10 feet well i guess maybe that's enough for a two-man tent i don't know yeah that should be enough for fletcher did not prepare grease today oh. so <laughs> loser wow S-O-L. wow this is this is a first wouldn't it have been great mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> i i i will like forage dinner for everyone well, or nice, at yeah. least try to go forage some berries and see if that works okay and we got we that. got speed goat you do if oh, you can. No, no, no berries. I got two. I got two berries. You got two berries. <laughs> yeah, if you'd uh, like to try making a fire hot enough to cook some of your speed goat, be my guest. Oh, that's right. It is. I thought raining. we like pre-cooked it. A no, lot. No, that would have taken a really long time. Yeah, mm. smoking meat takes a long <laughs> time. Can Can Fletcher do a fire spell? Fletcher could do a scorching ray. <laughs> could scorch it i feel like scorching is not a word that occurs in any cookbook ever (laughs) i mean what is what is what is brulee if not for a scorch uh do you brulee your meat peter or joe you sear it you sear it that's not the same thing i mean scorch and char it's i don't know i i don't know cedric what do you think or fletcher Um, what do you think I feel like you can get if you got several small pieces of meat and you scorch the outside of them, you could eat that. But like, it's not going to be a lot of food. Mm. Like you couldn't scorch like a quarter of a goat and expect that to be in any way edible. But like, if you want to cut some hunks off of that fillet and scorch the outside of that, that'll be <laughs> a nice rare meat. That's that's my. Would it, in would expert it, opinion would it be enough for dinner for everyone no, no. Okay. <laughs> there are two fillets on a goat four i antelope. guess if you want to like get yeah, our antelope yeah um, i mean which I mean, by the way speed goat is the uh, uh slang for antelope here in wyoming because the uh, north american antelope are actually goats huh. that's a fun fact they are uh, convergently evolved uh, from the uh, antelope in Africa. Um, completely different family, but functionally the same thing. Mm. Well, who knows? Maybe these are antelope antelopes. That's very true. That's very true. Qui-Gon Bauer suggested actually using the Scorching Ray to start a fire, which is a really good suggestion. Does Scorching Ray actually like make flammable things light on fire? I know some fire spells do, and some fire spells I, don't. I don't think so. Like specifically, like Fireball, like yeah. says like inanimate objects caught catch on fire. Yeah. Scorching Ray does not. Okay, I I always imagine Scorching Ray more as a microwave kind of cooking. Mm. Gross. <laughs> you take three beautiful rare antelope steaks you and you're going to microwave them. them you monster <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't don't uh, let us sarah a, don't, the uh, pun. don't don't oh yes sarah, sarah. <laughs> that um, um antelopes. Okay. antelopes they can't eat uh, it. just don't whatever whatever happens do not ever let dan to kayla hear this conversation anyways 
Uh, Peter's in pain thinking about microwaving steaks. Um, <laughs> so many so, meat uh, arguments in this episode. Yeah, yeah apparently they Sid- don't. Sidney's with me. They don't know if, to do if there's anything that North Killians and Texas can can agree on, it's not to ruin meat. <laughs> nope. I mean, I wouldn't Wyoming. microwave a there's steak just... either, and I'm not from the South. Like, come mm-hmm. on. Yeah, yeah no, that's Wyoming, not even a, that's decency. just a, that's just a yeah. knowing how the microwave works yeah. thing, man. The Wyoming, the Wyoming boy here agrees. So uh, yeah, it looks like I, we're having. I a don't eat a lot cooking. of beef because I don't know how to cook it properly. Oh, yeah. Well, if I'm ever like... allowed to travel to see you again, we can have like a cooking thing. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, I know how to cook a lot of other things, but I've never been good with beef. I've seen your Instagram. Cindy's been having mm-hmm. cooking adventures on Instagram. Uh, really? Anyway, yeah. Uh, okay, Lord, what are you? Are you trying to start a fire in this downpour? What's happening? We are. We are having trail mix for dinner. We all decided in the that... cold, in the wet, like a bunch of grumpy, <laughs> like a bunch of grumpy murder. <laughs> Anything yeah. else for it? I've... We're gonna spend the entire evening arguing about food. I guess just like the cast of this show. Yeah. Is, okay. Is... That's the... There's no wall here, folks. We're not even role playing at this moment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I just, we are who we I are. I just have nothing. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, it does sound a little like field work, except that I don't do field work in the rain because I can just drive to my field site and then home again at night. Yeah, we're Did I happen to see any white flowers right? while we were walking today? Um, what was your? Did you perce- Did you perceive today? I don't remember if you perceived today. I did a one right at the beginning. You did a one right at the beginning. But I think that was before she told me about the flowers. Okay, you could have done one like midday-ish as it was starting to rain. Yeah. Yeah. Do I know about the search for white flowers? I don't think she told you. Oh, no. Okay, then. 24. 24. Um, I mean, there are white flowers and pink flowers and yellow flowers all over the prairie. So like, yeah, you see lots of different kinds of white flowers. If you'd like to point some of them out to her and ask if they're what she's looking for, you can. Yeah. Um, so you see there are, oh goodness, what's the cat doing? Um, (laughs) (laughs) the other perpetual question of nature check, what does the cat do? Um, so yeah, so there are like daisy looking type flowers. Kay, Mm -hmm. is that what you're looking for? No, Nope. no. Um, yeah, so we just kind of spend the afternoon like it. It's progressively raining harder, and every time I see a white flower, I go that one. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So there are there are kind of biggish daisies. There are little daisies of what I'm you know in IRL would be fleabane. So many many tiny little white daisies on one nope. thing. No, that's not it either. It's like more like a like a. I remember you told me they're like snapdragons. So I'm gonna try and remember if I remember what snapdragons look like. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't live in the United States anywhere. I forgot what I flowers look like. I mean, snapdragons are domestic, so like they could be anywhere. But um. uh, they're like the kind of like curly cue with like white flowers all along the. Then, then never mind. I'm no idea what snapdragons <laughs> are. But we don't. But we don't see any of those. Like I, mean, I, you do. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but you I... see stalks of those. Hmm? Sure. Yeah. No, that's exactly oh, what do? they look like. They're like little stalks of the little. Like... Yeah, it's got it's a stalk with many little like um. So they. It, they look like a like a like a tube, like a trumpet yeah. flower kind of, right? With like a little, like more like... opening. Yeah. yeah this is not great for the yeah. podcast, but I know what I, it's very difficult to describe flower shapes. I had a really hard time yeah. with the Monarda too. But yeah, they're they're snapdragons. They kind of are trumpety looking. Yeah, and there's like many flowers on an inflorescence around a flower head on this stalk. Um so yeah, you find some of those. And Kay's like, Yeah, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Yep. Those. That, those plants. They're what? Any any white walls? I don't think so uh, cool i don't know just i just see grass and rain <laughs> yeah grass rain flowers mm-hmm. yeah so you hang out and 
have soggy camp, I guess. Is anybody doing anything besides arguing about food in this campsite? Uh, have you met us? No. <laughs> no? Okay. Mystery pickle? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're in a pickle, so you might as well be eating one. I, yeah, uh-huh. I actually like, just made pickles Like all of week. our audience, mm. talking about food constantly <laughs> makes me hungry. Yeah, yeah, no, fair. Uh, yeah, so I guess you go to sleep then, if you're not doing anything else. Although, again, those of you who are trying to sleep outside, Nadia's happy in the rain. <laughs> But I am definitely in I'll, the tent with Lucanus. Are you? <laughs> Take a watch. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Cedric and Fletcher are outside in the rain. <laughs> uh, Lucanus, I'm a, like, is this actually okay that she come in and sleep very close to you in the tent? I I okay? invited her. Okay. I invited her. All right. So. She has like made a wall between them with like her backpack. Oh yeah, yeah, like... yeah. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Nadia's taking a watch. What what what's the rest of the watch schedule? Lucanus is gonna take second watch, but I am definitely gonna have another one of them PTSD dreams. Okay, yeah. So you definitely um Kay, it's a little rough, you know, sleeping at the beginning because while Nadia's on watch, uh Lucanus is is sort of tossing and turning in his trance. Yeah. Uh Nadia, give me a perception check. Peter, are you percepting? Uh, um Yes, I was trying to like fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, yeah, it's. it's I just had a moment because the seven on this one is like the end of it is kind of rubbed out, so like it looked like a one. Okay, but it's not. It's a seven. Fourteen. I know that struggle. Um. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's a really it's a heavy downpour of rain. It is a loud thunderstorm, which you just you love. This feels so good. You don't notice anything out of the ordinary, but honestly, like you wouldn't expect much to be out happening in this it's very loud and very rough and you know you can tell that your friends who are trying to sleep out here are not having a great time (laughs) because they're very wet and it's very loud probably inside the tent is a little better so yeah uh you guys switch and lucanus takes the other eight hours of the night into the morning um so lucanus can give me a perception check Kay gets the whole tent to herself. <laughs> Kay does get the whole tent to herself. Yeah. <laughs> 22. 22. Yeah, Um. so the rain starts to uh sort of lessen a little bit, you know, into the morning. It's still raining, but it's not quite as thunderstormy anymore. The storms seem to happen mostly during the night. And uh, yeah, you don't really notice anything out of the ordinary during your watch. Yeah, we'll do headphones off for a quick moment for everybody but Kay, as she finally gets some good sleep once Lucanus is no longer tossing and turning in the tent. I'll try and listen harder this time. <laughs> we'll give you your memory. So you don't see as much of a scene as you saw before, but the thing that stands out really clearly, you see those flowers, and you see them like when you and Nadia were looking at them earlier, kind of up close, and and you can see that they're sort of glowing softly, and the view, what is Peter doing? The view sort of pans back from the flowers and the glow and shows you the broader scene, and you see that there's a, a basically a circle of these flower stalks, these white flowers that are glowing softly, and as the view continues to pan back further, you see that they appear to be glowing because they're reflecting moonlight. And that's pretty much all you get from the dream. But you just see that scene again, sort of, you know, slowly Ken Burns style panning out from the flower to show you the circle and then show you that they're glowing in the moonlight. Okay, like, 
You guys can put your headphones back in. I don't know what Peter's doing. <laughs> oh, whatever. Kay like runs over to Nadia and she's like, all right, so we're looking for those same flowers, but glowy ones in a circle reflecting moonlight. I hope that helps. Yeah, don't worry. Very glowing, helpful. Yeah. I, glowing white flowers in a circle. Reflecting moonlight. moonlight. Yep. Reflecting moonlight. So we should look for those flowers at night? That would probably make sense. Now that you mention it with like, you know, the moon and all. <laughs> did I miss the headphones on? Yes, you did. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's morning now, right? This is morning it after. Is, yeah. I, morning. I assume that's when you're having this conversation. Unless yeah. you decided that's, to wake I, her up in the middle. But I was checking. Yeah. Yeah, so it is now the 28th day of Bloom Run. And she has given you that piece of information. And that feels like a great place to call it. <laughs> Qui-Gon Bauer says- You made so much progress today, y'all. Yeah, you really did. Uh, Qui-Gon <laughs> Bauer says at night when it isn't raining. That's a great point because, <laughs> you know, clouds and such. <laughs> but thank you to everyone who's been hanging out in the chat. I appreciate you. And thank you so much. I see a lot of new faces watching, or faces, a lot of new names watching this evening. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki wants Tulip to just like hop back into the campaign. Still no fight scene. She totally scene. should. Yes, yes, we did. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Qui-Gon Bauer. Still no fight scene. I promise we'll have a combat eventually if they decide to do anything. They we just, tried. They were just like, we're walking. And I'm like, okay. I, <laughs> I could have added a monster to the scene where Cedric stabbed himself in the hand. We're... Yeah. Um, I guess that's a thing. <laughs> we just, yeah, we just did all walking and all low rolls. Yeah, apparently I should have, like, had a random monster encounter or something. What are you trying to say? I can't hear you. <laughs> I'm muted this whole time, haven't I? Yeah! <laughs> the monster of a potential infection. Yeah, okay, sure. Yes, that. Um... <laughs> the monster, the potential monster inside us all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Sarah points out that there was a fight scene about barbecue. It's true. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we did talk about science, though, so let's be fair. Like, <laughs> we definitely talked about science earlier. Um, so, yeah, thank you um, ever so much to everyone who hung out, whether you're in the chat or just watching. Thank you to everyone who is listening or watching afterwards. We appreciate you. News, what's coming up? Next, uh, Joe is playing Pokemon on Thursday. Emily is playing probably The Last of Us Part 2 on Saturday. We are not playing Burn next Sunday because Xander is on vacation or something. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, the next Saturday, uh, so that will be the uh, 17th, we will be back for episode 30 of Arda. Oh my gosh! 30 episodes? That's bananas. I had to make you're doing huh? You're doing a one-shot tomorrow, right? It's not going to be live. Oh, oh, never mind. <laughs> I am I am running a one shot tomorrow that will eventually appear only on our podcast and our YouTube, not on our Twitch. It's not it's going to be pre-recorded. It's not going to be live. Um, but check out our uh, YouTube and our podcast for that one shot in December. 
Yeah, that's going to be, it's going to be a story that's canon for this world where this campaign is taking place, Ooh. but it won't be happening on the continent of Arda. It will be happening somewhere else. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Uh, yes, Nikki's very, very excited about it. So Nikki's going to be in that as well as a host of other friends from the pod squad um, who you may see and hear in the chat or appearing on our show at points in the future. Who knows? <laughs> They'll be around um <laughs> i am i am apparently the monster of the episode for suggesting that we microwave steak uh, yeah okay yep. that's yep. Yep. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> the 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 big bad evil guy in this ca- entire campaign like gonna, that was we're it build that, up to all of the bosses <laughs> that i've written that don't matter because mm-hmm. yeah um, okay, yeah, so we're gonna leave because this has been this. Uh, <laughs> but it we has productive. But we love you all dearly. Thank you for hanging out with us and supporting us. It really, really means a lot. Um, I hope that we've been able to bring a smile to your faces in the mon- in amongst all of the oh my gosh, it's already October of 2020-ness that is life right now. Yeah, we're gonna leave, but please take care of yourselves and everyone around you and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.